Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Copy Time Episode 2. I've got uh, Frank the Pegasus on, chatting with me over a cup of coffee. How's it going, Frank? Good morning, it's going. <laughs> Good morning. Just, you know, just wake up and roll out of bed and come hang out with you. Yeah, right? You ever, you ever wake up and then talk about uh, literally nothing? Well, I don't even, I actually don't even remember what we've talked about in the past uh, 20 minutes, so this has gone... <laughs> One of those days in the in the one ear and out the other ear, except not because I have an ear infection. So, oh no! Oh, oh yeah, maybe actually, maybe that's. I'm I'm sitting here like, why am I why am I so wobbly again? Oh yeah, yeah. didn't didn't use the antibiotics. We're off to a great start. Happy Sunday! Oh. <laughs> Happy Sunday! Oh um, so do me a flavor real quick. Um, just give everyone listening like a brief intro, if you can, to what you what you do, like it just. In the online space, not even just on Twitch. Um, just if you can facilitate into words what you do. I mean, I have some practice doing this because I'm like preparing for for TwitchCon. Right I saw now. that. Yeah, so like, yeah. Did yeah. you get on a panel? Sorry to throw no, us. No, um, I no. I <sighs> angrily did not. No, I'm not. I'm not angry. Um, we submitted a panel and we didn't get that one. Mm. And then I found out that the gayest panel on Twitch was happening, but didn't have members oh. yet. Oh. And I reached out to everyone <laughs> and was like, get me on this panel. And I still didn't get on the panel. Which oh, is fine. man. It's fine. I have done plenty in the gay space on Twitch. So I'm yeah. Like, the people that they chose, I'm really happy with. They yeah. chose a really great, great group of people. So, But I'm you can still, you're still allowed to be vindicated in your. I'm a little salty because <laughs> fine, whatever. <laughs> wanted anyway yeah there's some other stuff going on though so it would have been like you know going from being manageably busy at mm -hmm. twitchcon to being like maybe just a little too busy <laughs> yeah that, that that moment when you're like oh i've got this at that and this at that and then oh my god the panel and you're running across mm -hmm. the convention oh, you've god. got 10 minutes oh, until the or until the panel and then someone goes oh hey is that you frank oh my god i love your street i've had that happen so many times man um yeah. sorry to bring it back uh, again, just quick intro of yourself. Yeah. And if you've got anything coming up as well, because I, I know you said you've got things going on at TwitchCon. So mm -hmm. before we get too carried away. So uh, I am Frank the Pegasus. I make content across pretty much all platforms. Um, you know, maybe TikTok one day, but I'm not quite that that hip to the youths quite yet. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's freaky for sure. Um, but I focus on a lot of LGBT and sexuality and just like body positivity and um, being really like open and honest and I don't know, just trying to create a space. We call ourselves like the misfits of the misfits on the Internet, you know, because I think like when you're on the Internet and that's your primary social focus, you're already kind of a misfit to the yeah. rest of society. Yeah. But then like we take we take in like the real misfits <laughs> <laughs> whoa um my mind went a went a terrible way way there um obviously you guys boot out the, the shittiest people of the internet because oh, uh oh, yeah i know you're yeah, so my mods, my mods so much awful thing so many awful things so i don't have to which Jeez. is really nice man shout outs to the mods because they're actually so i actually I, I feel guilty all the time because of how I guess it's just an unthanked profession. I mean, not for me because I thank them all the time, but I still feel like it's not enough. Do you, you know? do like mod appreciation things where you like yeah. try to raise money for them and stuff? Yeah, yeah. When um, when I'm not 
trying to feed uh, the fattest cat Bosco in the world. Um, and I'm and I'm like, okay, I have some extra like leeway. Let's give it to the mods. Like hell yeah. Um, yeah. I did that last year around no like the end of middle of end of November. Mm -hmm. We did like a special stream for the mods to raise money for them going into the Christmas season. Oh, that's like awesome. The most wholesome thing. I don't think I've ever seen my community band together the way they have. That's so, so that cute. Was really sweet. <laughs> we um, I think we had a, I had a similar feeling of it was like, oh, my God, when um, one of my mods like computers died and everybody in the community, they just like they just started sending me tips to to buy her one yeah um and i was like like i just i was like the channel like it, it was it was it's weird to it's, i was involved but not because all i did was log on and kind of like start streaming in a because i don't remember being like we're gonna push for this i just remember logging on and them just donating yeah. um yeah for sure and i was like what the fuck are you guys doing like okay don't stop this is very sweet yeah like okay geez all right let's go guys okay um but it's, there's like it's like a proud like mom or dad moment and you're like oh, mm -hmm. oh. oh. <laughs> i talked about this with uh with rom like i get really like fatherly over my chat like i, I do the um the tough love thing um he called it where, where i'm like why are you being a fucking idiot like, mm -hmm. like one of my, one of my subs the other day, he tweeted out, like, I, you know, if you could, if you could have a machine body, I would do it immediately. And I was like, why not, you know, just like flippantly, like, why not work on the body that you were given? And he was like, yeah, you're right. And then four hours later, he was like, I'm going to get McDonald's. And I was just like, what are you doing, buddy? What are you doing? Like, I yelled at him in guild chat, like, what are you doing? What happened to working on the machines? <laughs> What's going on? Work on this machine. <laughs> so do you like my, my question, do you get like the similarly or do you ever, do you ever push it over that line or are you pretty much the same? Yeah, I think in a lot of ways I'm the same. I'm always like, have you taken your meds? <laughs> I literally banned one of my mods the other day. Nice. Um, I told her to DM me when she had eaten. Nice. Nice. She was like she was working on stuff with me before stream. So I knew that she hadn't eaten then because she was with me. and then. Like an hour or two into stream, she still like she was still saying at that time, like I still haven't eaten, and I was like, "What are you to go? Yeah, go right now you are not allowed to speak in this chat. Leave right now. Let me know when you have eaten." That so, is, yeah, I've definitely I've timed people out to go study before. That's, that <laughs> like I've done stuff done. I've done the same. I appreciate this so much. I ban people all the fucking time, especially when they give me too much money. Like that's not even like a, you know, a baiting <laughs> tactic. That's literally like, dude, you've given me Stop. $500 or whatever. Or like you just said three days ago you were broke or you just said you lost your job. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, no, shut up. Stop right? it. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to because no, it, I think you have to sometimes like we spend so much time say. with our communities and we get to know. Like the regulars, for sure, mm -hmm. we kind of know what's going on in their lives. And so mm -hmm. when they're like, you know, I'm having a bad day, I'm kind of like, well, when was the last time you had water? Did you eat today? Yeah. You know, and then like, I know that sometimes mentally that's all you can manage. But can you do just that? And like a lot of I feel like what I do in the online space is definitely just like helping people to get because I I have anxiety. And so I understand the oh, days yeah. where like getting out of bed is hard. Yeah. Yeah. You no. Know, you know, oh, yeah. I'm an anxiety like, boy. Yeah, you're like, can I can I shower? Can I eat? Can I drink water today? The, mm. that, that might be it. That might be all I do. And so when I hear people having days like that, like, that's what I tell them. Like, can you can you for me, not for mm -hmm. you, go go drink some water. Just like go get a, a glass of water. You can come right back here. 
and sit down, mm-hmm. go drink some water. And so, yeah, I, yeah, I get really motherly with them because honestly, they take care of me just the same. Like they do, they do like make sure that I am also like sharing that mental space. Yeah. Well, I guess in a healthy so way. When you're like, oh, hey, I need to like take a day off and you're like fearing, absolutely fearing. And then they're like, hey, don't worry. You're good. We're not going to forget about you, except for Larry in the corner. He's already walking out the door. Sorry about yeah, him. I mean, there's like, always them. There's always the one person, right? <laughs> but uh, it's it's a weird, I think it's a weird thing. Like, I, I feel responsible, I think, for a lot of my viewers, maybe in an, in an invasive way. <clears throat> Excuse mm. me. I hope not an invasive way, but, like, I feel responsible for them a lot of times where, like, I will give my unsolicited opinion on whatever because it's like i mean dude if you spend 18 hours a fucking week in here yeah i'm gonna yell at you for eating cheeseburgers every fucking day like stop this man stop this especially when you come in and complain the next day that like oh my i like my ibs is acting up yeah because you ate cheeseburgers all night mike like what the (laughs) fuck dude yeah and I, i find i actually like i target a lot of the um it's probably like a weird self therapy thing as well because i target a lot of the things that i'm trying to work on currently and i like will point it out for them and like i'll go into long rants about just fucking drinking water right i'm like guys (laughs) if you just start drinking water exercise twice a fucking week and sleep 50 percent more then your your life will actually be better all right maybe sleep 100 percent more just it's who knows sleep at all (laughs) try it fuck (laughs) Do you ever find that like the tactics that you've started using, like if you like try something new to like accomplish one of those things that you like start telling everybody in your chat to do it because you're yes. like, it worked for me. Everybody, need- I'm. It's a cult now. Hell yes, <laughs> yes. I feel I like I can't go. tell you how many people have started bullet journaling because I mm. started it. I started bullet journaling. Um, well, it's been almost two years now. Wow. I started it like, like last January, and I was pretty quiet about it at first. But it has helped me so much. And I realized that, like, it's not the be all and end all. And I will tell people that, like, find the organization system that works for you. But goddamn, does it work for me? Yeah. And I will talk about it, like, endlessly. Well, I mean, what do you what do you like about it? Um, I use Trello. Um, Hmm. So, like, I have like a I'm looking at it right now. Like, I have, you know, a, a sideways thing and i've just basically made my own bullet journal but like what do you is it do you like the like pen and paper is it the I do yeah so i learn really well i learned this in like high school college i learn really well by like physically writing things out kinesthetic mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm the same yeah, exactly yeah. um so like what i used to study by literally just like taking my notes that i had already written for class and just rewriting them that was how i studied yeah but yeah. just did it once and then it was done and then i like you know i aced the test mm-hmm. so for me like the physical of it is really necessary and i realize that a lot of people like digital because then they have it everywhere and it's i trust me there are a lot of benefits to the right. digital thing but for me it's physical but it's also like somewhat um like a mentally relaxing activity for me because i use it for a bit of a creative outlet as well so it's not just like this like focused on lists kind of thing but I also get to like doodle or, you know, like, I don't know, make it pretty because. It's yeah, that's what it's meant for, right? Do. And it's something that I was previously kind of neglecting um, to have that just like really simple creative outlet, I guess. Right, right. And so I don't know. Was it, it more than. It helped me like stay organized, but it's also like. Like forcing myself to sit down for five minutes just to like 
do something for myself, you know? Yeah, that's nice. It's like, I mean, it, it kind of goes into a lot of facets then because it's like organizational, it, it's, it's self-care, and then you're you're kind of getting that that creative outlet then, mm -hmm. but you're, you're out rather, but then you're also, um, what's the word? I'm facilitating your entire week, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I definitely really notice like spikes in my anxiety if I don't sit down like I usually sit down on Friday and plan out the, my my next week yeah, like yeah starting Monday and I like write everything down that I know is coming Monday through Sunday the next week mm -hmm. um and if I don't take the time to do that on a Friday I I go into the next week like what the, what the yeah, fuck what the is fuck? this week I don't even understand yeah which yeah. like is stupid but it's true I just I like I need I need to like take the time to just plan it out yeah. yeah i get that well i was gonna ask if you if you think it it works and doesn't work because you've like facilitated and then hinged everything on the friday and like but i mean if it works it um, it fucking works no right? like if i do it on saturday i'm usually okay but yeah like, i do need to like do it before the monday comes around before like so the monday is the big one in yeah. the journal um and i found that if i do it any earlier than friday i just like don't have a good sense of what's going on the next week that's so interesting. And so then I'm adding too many things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that makes me anxious, like adding things to my week, like appointments and things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I start to get like, it compounds me really badly. I don't know. No, I get that. There's, there's like a, somebody made a cute nickname for it recently, like to do list debt. And mm -hmm. uh, you, you yeah. log on and you pay your, your to do list debt. Yes. Much like your regular debt where you pay what you need to pay today and then work on your mm -hmm. your things that's actually that's the reason i stopped using books because like uh i mean podcast listeners can't see but i've got like i've got books here i've got fucking mm -hmm. like six notebooks in a backpack over there i just i have a bad habit of starting and stopping so i had to get it all into one place where i couldn't start and stop anymore i just had yeah, to yeah yeah fucking narrow it down and make a encyclopedia of my thoughts um but totally get what you mean with it writing things down and it just like transfers i just feel i feel like i learn everything through through writing it all down but yeah. the um i like had to break that habit the key is to do it though right yeah like, yeah so if just you're to not get doing in. it then like that was one thing when i started i was like i'm gonna be really kind to myself and forgive myself for weeks that i don't do this mm. because I don't know if you're like this and this is the reason that you stopped doing books is that you like don't do it for a week. It's like any habit, right? Like you don't mm -hmm. do it for a week and you're like, well, now I have to start all over. Yeah. So I have to yeah. find a good time to start all over. It needs to be a Monday. It needs to be the start of a month. It needs mm -hmm. to be the start of a year sometimes. Like that was my brain, especially with like scheduling books. It was so stupid. But like with a schedule book, I was like, well, if I don't start it in January, Oh man, the point. I'm I'm like that with with calendars. Yeah, yeah. Um, not so with the like, books, yeah, I just honestly. Not with the books. Uh, to kind of to kind of float that thought. Um, I feel like it was. I've tried with a bunch of them. I uh, to to just kind of come back and and like, okay, you missed a week. Start again. Start again. But I think it was just a. a it was like too hard to carry around. Um, and it ended up being unreliable because I had to like. I'd have to come here. I'd have to grab a pen and I'd have to like find it. And I'm fucking bad with pens. Like they're always fucking missing. And I just found three under my computer yesterday. And I was like, what the fuck? But How it's, I don't know. I think they fall and then I kick them with my big clumsy feet. So they just, there's so many pens under my computers. There's probably six under my other computer. I, I just yeah, like I can actually see one of the pens. Like 
like so the gathering the abyss gathering like, <laughs> how did you end up here <laughs> what's your story it's so dark and scary down oh, here. <laughs> where are we let us out <laughs> oh my god man i would i wish i could like throw on the go xlr sound effect right now but i don't i don't want to i it might end up catastrophically um <laughs> my entire streaming setup is just predicated on the the fact that if it gets bumped it dies um mm -hmm. if my mic gets bumped the cable goes out um if my coxlr gets bumped the um the power cable gets knocked out and the whole sound system resets i lose all my fucking pens so <laughs> yeah just scatter they fly yeah away. so now i just have a trello <laughs> i i really like to to bring it back to some kind of coherent thought like i really i've actually tried bullet journal i think it was you and it was hunter that got me mm. into bullet journaling um and you know what's really fucking stupid is that I don't know what to do with a blank page, like mm. at all. And I try. I got like some liners, and I would and I would draw one out, and I would, and then I'd be like, well, I can't make a proper square. And so I'd like try and do another thing, and I was and I was getting so fucking caught up on like how to make it and how to organize it that I didn't actually even use it for the purpose of of what it needed. Yeah, um, I don't have mine handy. It's in the other room. But um, when people ask me about it, like I am not one of those bullet journal people that it's mm. like really elaborate setups right. at all. And in fact, I preach ag not against it because I think do what works for you. But like uh, my weekly spread takes me. They're called spreads. And I feel really fucking pretentious that I just reminds that, me of the like, OC, whatever. <laughs> That's what's fucking called i guess um but my my weekly like schedule calendar yeah. takes me like the actual not like adding everything in and like doing any doodles that i might want to do or whatever but the just the basic outline of it takes me all of like 10 seconds it t it's literally like a line the date the extended line yeah and it's just that it's just like Damn. me making the week and that's oh sorry that's <laughs> no you're it. good oh um, like that's all it, that's all it all it is because that's, i can't take more time than that because i'm the same way i'll get obsessed about like oh it's not perfect oh yeah. it didn't quite fit oh i wanted to add this other thing so oh I just made it man really simple for myself i'm because i wouldn't keep up with it otherwise no i get it i mean it, it just seems like a lot of like doing what's best for you right which mm -hmm. we which you just advocated for like it's it's all it's all whatever works best for you um do you ever, do you like follow any like self-help things like I'm a fucking self-help geek, man. Like I am a self-described self-help geek. And I didn't know that was a thing until I watched like a YouTuber recently, um, Matt Devella. And he's like, I'm a self-help geek. And I was like, oh my God, there's other people out there. Okay, I can say it now. Like, <laughs> I just like, I like the, the idea of, of doing better, right? And like, yeah. and, I, and I constantly feel like there's something out of balance or out of whack or whatever, like I don't have control. So um that probably speaks to a darker deeper thing lurking that i'm not ever going to look at yet um <laughs> but i like the the organizational aspects of like um have you heard of non-zero days um yes but i like it's like on the tip of my tongue of what it like i know i know this concept it's like i can't think of it so i'll just let you describe it to me <laughs> it's just the concept of doing doing something is easier or is better than doing nothing um mm -hmm. I had to rewrite it because I was, it's going to sound weird. My physiotherapist who's been working on my face, she 
it's basically like therapy, like actual therapy, because she's really like non-judgmental. She's very, very open. And she was very like, um, just endearing and, and welcoming. Right. So we were you, the first time we, we went, uh, we did a session. I like, I said something about like being better or doing better. And she's like, well, why? And I was like, whoa, lady, you're just working on my face. Hold the fuck up. Right. <laughs> and then, and then I thought, I thought about whatever she, she asked. Right. And I, and I responded and then she was like, well, you know, but why? And I could tell she was like trying to dig deeper down. I was like, okay, cool. This is a cool conversation. And then an hour later I came out like, oh, fuck, did I just go to therapy? Like what the fuck? She was very like, you know, I don't like the negatives. Uh, uh, I try not to like put a, put a, uh, an energy on things and I try not to make a disclaimer. So the, the saying used to be like doing something is better than doing nothing, but I've worked mm -hmm. it down to doing nothing is easier than doing something, but doing something makes it easier to do nothing. Um, that's, I know it's, it's <laughs> so backwards no, like it makes it makes sense it but makes sense. It's, it's yeah i'm glad you described it the yeah. other way first though <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you thank you um i'm listen I'm, I'm gonna be selling a book on it um no i'm not Legit? no actually no <laughs> god could you imagine that title doing nothing is easier than doing something but doing something makes it easier to do nothing titled colin. by jay brotato colin white director <laughs> bosco <laughs> um but non-zero days are um they're like it's it's just whatever whatever you need to do um get it done essentially like it's it's a, the the habit of um i think it's like through four steps that i can't remember worth a damn so i'm going to try and remember it while i pull it up um they one of them is is big on like forgiving yourself it presents mm -hmm. an idea of like there's three people there's the present you the future you and the past you and so it's big on what you had mentioned before was forgiving yourself for, for not clearing those tasks, for not doing what you wanted to do or whatever, and not being mean to yourself. Um, and it's, it's really interesting because it just came from like this fucking Reddit post, like in, in like r slash get motivated. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. It's that it a, just is like some, some person out there. Like I think of it. It's a whole very, movement. Like, I think of it in like a very therapeutic sense. Like I, I don't know if you know this, but I have a background in counseling. No way. Um, I didn't. Yeah. Not a lot of people do. Um, but I was, I am a licensed AODA counselor. And so I practiced for four years before I started streaming. Wow. Um, what is it? What is AODA? Um, alcohol and other drug abuse. Oh, okay. Okay. Abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. I forgot nope. that not everybody knows. It's like, no, no, I was just curious. <laughs> um, but yeah. So like when I think of like non-zero days or habit forming, especially habit forming, because <gasps> that's something that like when you're when you're a substance abuse counselor, like basically all you do is teach people how to form different habits, right? How um, to break those habits and how to form how to new ones, replace them. New habits, yeah. yeah. It's a it's like literally that is the core of all substance abuse therapy. Mm. Um, and they use a tactic called motivational interviewing, which you probably would actually really enjoy. That can also be used to teach people literally any other habit. It's no just like a form of talking to people. And the biggest piece of it is to essentially it's like a harm reduction kind of model where you just mm -hmm. like meet the person where they're at. They come up with the solution. So you like they come up with the problem. They come up with the solution. Yeah. So you just kind of like, let them kind of talk talking. and you're yeah, the facilitator you're like talking to them. Yeah. And then you and reinforce. Kind of. Yeah. Sometimes if you like think it's a good direction, I guess. But like <laughs> the whole point is to not put your thought on it. So like 
for instance, there, I would have a patient come into me and say, they're coming to me because they are addicted to heroin, right? That's the reason that they came to me. But they sit down in my chair and they say, I'm about to get evicted. And I say, okay, are you using? And they'll say, well, yeah, I'm about to get evicted, right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm listening and I'm saying, you don't care about the fact that you're using. That's not your biggest problem right now. Yeah, yeah. It's my biggest problem with what's going on with you. And I can see that that's the core of what's causing the rest of this. Mm -hmm. But if I focus on that right now, you'll stop listening and you'll shut down. So let's talk about the fact that you're going to get evicted. What do we, you know, what do we do? Yeah. I don't say all that out loud, obviously, but like, that's the idea is like, you're listening to what is the thing that they're focused on? What do they think is the biggest problem in their life? And I think once you do that, they can, they can bring to their own, like they, they come to their own conclusion of like how to fix this. Well, I could go to my landlord and see if I can get an extension on rent. Well, that seems like a really good first step, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you're sitting there like, okay, so I want to. I want to do literally anything. I, mean, I want to do the dishes more regularly. Yeah. Well, what's the first step? What's the first step to doing the dishes more regularly? Like, you to do the dishes it, forehead. Huh? I said you have to do, do the dishes washing. forehead. <laughs> oh. you know, it's like, it's whatever no. that is. Like yeah. maybe it's set an alarm so that you're reminded to do it. You know, like whatever, whatever is the first step for you. And that was like a big, it was like a big aha moment when I realized like, this is something I can apply to my own goddamn life. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was curious I how much that's helped you. A little you. bit of self-awareness, right? That's really what it comes down to. That's huge. Mindfulness is fucking huge. Mm -hmm. um, I've been practicing it a lot, and and I think that is what I loved about the uh, the no more zero days thing. What drew me in in the first place was that, yeah, like, for sure, it was it was this this idea of three U's and and taking care of them and and being mindful of them and being self-aware and yes, and yes, being yes. able to forgive yourself yesterday for the things that you didn't do um and uh i think a, a, the the guy on reddit at one point he's like if you don't have any friends you now have two friends it's your past you and your uh, your future you they're your I best friends so I, I love it too because he was like this is how you like it, it not only promotes like doing better but it promotes loving yourself he was like this is how you love yourself like if you love yourself you're going to clean that thing up and be like this one's for you future me or you know hey it's okay past you or whatever and it sounds yeah. lame but like whatever it, fucking I helps mean, it people it sounds lame but doesn't all like all self-help stuff sounds yeah, weird like and heady and, and spacey and lame yeah when people are like how do you love yourself so much frank i'm like it's literally a practice like i wake up and the days that I feel especially like spiteful and hateful toward myself, I force myself, force myself to come up with a list of things that I like about myself. That's really good. Because you have to, you yeah. absolutely have to do that, especially on those days that it's really hard to do it. Mm -hmm. Those are the days that you absolutely have to, but it's a practice. Like I, I don't wake up every day thinking like today is the best day ever and I'm the greatest human alive. Like that is far from the truth. But I do think that I have redeeming qualities. And I, if I focus on those things and moreover, like notice the things that I don't like about myself, because that's the other piece right. of this is like, you can focus on the things you don't like about yourself, but just like harping on your problems isn't helping you. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. Like, look at what you don't like about yourself and then say like, okay, can I change that though? Mm -hmm. Because you have the power to change a lot of that stuff. What's well, so it's a lot of it is that you it actioning on the things that you can actually do and not, you know, if you if you want to lose weight and, and or if you want to 
get, uh, let's say, like just cleaner teeth or anything like that. It's the, the small things first and setting up like we talked about, like those habits. But it's right. those small, small, super small steps first to even get yourself there and not getting stuck on those things that you can't change in, in the current moment. Right. Exactly. That's a big tough one, man. It's a big t- especially with anxiety. Anxiety oh, prevents yeah. me from doing that all the time. All the time. I feel like anxiety gives me a fog, like a little fog of war um, to tomorrow. And and it's just a, it's like stepping through that Dark Souls boss room every fucking morning. Sometimes, <laughs> man, I've I've since I really discovered that I had uh, a really large anxiety problem, I've now started to like kind of work backwards in my life and like reverse engineer every habit that I have that it contributes to that, which I think is really, really important for anxiety. But it also creates anxiety about the anxiety. Yes. So it's like a Sometimes you wake it's, up and you just like hate yourself for existing. Yeah. Like, why am I like this? Man. Like, I'm exhausting. Can well, I just not? <laughs> at one point before I was, yeah, at one point before I was uh, um, medicating my depression, I, I, I remember waking up when I was 22. People used to joke with me in my chat about having an existential crisis. And I was like, guys, I had one when I was 22. And I woke up and I was like, Jesus Christ, I have to do this for 50 more years. Like... <laughs> I have to be depressed for 50 more fucking years. I was like, that was my existential crisis. At least, like, yeah. That was it. Yeah, right. At least that's, that's the, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was the, the other part. And then my brain would chime in with at least 50 more years. Like, <laughs> I mean, 30 if we're lucky, but uh, 50, I don't know. I, uh, I started to, to actually to dial it back, I accidentally memed on my uh, doctor the other day about this. Accidentally memed. I did. I just without thinking. Right. Just, so, it's that inherent in you. It, it just happens. <laughs> I mean, Ram and I on the previous podcast talked about verbal vomit. I feel like I rely on that a lot, especially in situations where I don't like maybe know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm in the doctor's office and I'm talking to her about um, this ear infection that we've now found out what it is. But I've, I've got like three other symptoms because my face has been numb. And, you know, I'm like, is this like a fucking blood clot or something like, you and know, I'm I, dying. I, you, basically, like, I just don't. Yes, I have an ear infection. Yes, I've got this and that and that. But combined, I mean, that's three. That's three symptoms. Are we making exodia? Like, am I going to die? So. <laughs> We're just sitting there figuring out this ear infection. And uh, she, at the same time, she's like uh, talking to me about my prescription and uh, for my for my depression medication. She's like, so that's going well, you know, like really, really good. And I'm like, yeah, like everything's everything's pretty good. Just, you know, anxiety, um, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, OK, any thoughts of uh, self-harm? And I was like, no, no, just, you know, we started talking about Call of the Void. Right. I was like, uh, she didn't know what it was. So I was like, yeah, you know, you know, like if you look at your balcony and you're just like, what if you jumped? Like and she's like, yeah, that's. That's normal. And I was like, yeah, I know that's, that's called the void. And she's like, okay, so no thoughts of self-harm then. And I was like, no, or, or, or no thoughts of suicide. And I was like, nope, only at the slightest fucking inconvenience. But uh, other than that, I'm good. <laughs> and her, her eyes were like, what? And I was like, oh, uh, that was a joke. <laughs> I was like, that was a joke. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, been on the internet a little bit too much. I think she she brushed it off. She probably made a fucking note. I bet there's a fucking note about it. But I mean, she got me back by joking that she might have missed a tumor in in my scans, and that's why my face was numb. So I was like, oh, cool. There's the anxiety again. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I am the luckiest hypochondriac alive. Oh, uh, because I have a doctor for a mother. <laughs> The number of times that she gets a call from me that's just like, do I have wow. cancer? 
is my colon bleeding man am i am i rotting from the inside no 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 you're not you're not dying no not today no (laughs) you find you get stuck on a lot of things like that like the invisible small things that could be um yes sometimes mm -hmm. i notice like if something is like abnormal i start to focus on like everything that's abnormal right like if one thing happens i'm like maybe this is also weird is yeah this also this could be a symptom of something else <laughs> and then it starts to like snowball mm-hmm. but then i don't like I'm, I'm like logically i know like there is logic in here somewhere and i know because i also grew up with a doctor for a mom so like there's a lot of things that i just like inherently have kind of like through osmosis this is just like part of me now yeah so like i know not to call her and be like hey do i actually have cancer but i have definitely called her and said like okay but do i have intestinal bleeding and she's like no you took pepto yesterday did you know that that can cause your poop to be black i'm really literally shitting all over this podcast for you by the way wow um yeah so like it has charcoal in it which will turn your shit black no shit but another symptom of your shit being black like another is intestinal fucking bleeding bleeding and i had no idea and i woke up and i was like I'm dying. Like, like I'm actively dying right now. Is is this it? Is this the day? <laughs> Fuck. Like no, that happens to people who are like fifty. Man, the youngest. You're fine. <laughs> well, that's I, you know what I I I called my mom yesterday or or the day before when I was coming back from the doctor and uh, and she was like, "Honey, you don't you know there's." you got to stop getting so anxious about these things. And I was like, mom, that'd be all fucking fine. And well, if my face wasn't numb, (laughs) you know, like it's like if my shit was black, I'd be like, mom, my shit is black. Like that's not normal. normal. (laughs) So of course I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I get freaked out about those things. She didn't, she laughed at me only because she knew that it was like a silly, stupid thing. Right. Right. That was the the cause of it. But she didn't, she didn't think that I was outrageous because she was like, no, you're right. Like, you're right. It could have been something serious. Yeah. Not because you had an upset stomach yesterday and like took medication, for it, (laughs) which I think is hilarious now. Like now I think it's a very funny story. Now you can look back on it. I'm a hypochondriac. Want to hear a funny story? Oh man. I have a hard time admitting I'm hypochondriac. I, I think it's I developed do. through the anxiety and yes. the, uh, the, I mean, my face is fucking numb. All right. That's what I keep coming back to. I remember talking about it on stream the one time and some guy was like, you're making it worse for yourself and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I hear you, but my face but also, is numb. This, is not, like, this isn't made up. <laughs> you know, like I can't feel my face guys. So like, oh, what do you mean? I can't feel it. So punch myself in care. Yeah, like I can hit it. You know, I'm like sitting there with a doctor and she's like poking it. She's like, Can you feel that? Well, like, yeah, you're poking my skull, dummy. I can feel that, but not the not the outer feeling. So I feel like uh the the hypochondriac has come from the the anxiety, but man, is it a, it's a wild fucking ride. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, it's just it's just never ending. It's not like and it's the, it's funny because it's not everything. No. But when it is, it's like it hits hard. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. like, now all I can think about is this. I ha- I call it the the thought spirals. I'm sure you know this idea of like you just get stuck and then you're just like, I'm on this loop and I'm spiraling down yep. and it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And it just like I can't get out of it anymore. Those um, thought spirals for me literally end up with me having an anxiety attack, thinking mm-hmm. I'm having a stroke mm-hmm. because yeah. of the the numbness. Right. That's the that's the biggest fear I have is like. Did I have a minor stroke, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. And the doctors are like, no, it's just this. 
And then I'm like, but the treatments for that haven't worked. So, you know, so maybe I did have a stroke. <laughs> I feel you. But I get you. Yeah, just spirals and spirals and spirals. I refer to that that spiral with a lot of things, like whether they be negative thoughts or bad habits or it's just like, I think the important thing to get out of those is to realize it. Like that's I've always mm -hmm. said to people, like the important thing is like admitting it or or realizing it first, because then in the future, every time you're about to go down that fucking slide of death, you'll be like, oh, I'm on the slide of death. I should turn around. Yeah, I, I can get off of this right now. <laughs> like I can choose this time. I should get off this. Yeah. It comes back to like the mindfulness and like the self-awareness too. Like yeah. knowing knowing kind of like the things. Um I don't use I don't use the word trigger for light like lightly, but this is legit like knowing what the things are that trigger your anxiety and like trigger those thought spirals. Right. Um it's like it, that is so key for me, especially. And like sometimes it's stupid and like like for me, it's hormonal a lot of times. Like I can actually like track my mood. And there are days that I have heightened anxiety that like completely coincide with like, when I'm ovulating. Wow. I'm like, oh, that's, I mean, it's good to know. That sucks. But it sucks. Yeah. It sucks yeah. because there's also like, I can't, like, there's not a lot I can do. Yeah. That. A lot of anxiety <laughs> is just learning how to manage it, right? Mm -hmm. The, uh, one, one of the, I don't know what he's from, famous actor from like The Office, I think, or. But he came out recently. Uh, no, it's Saturday Night Live. I lied. I do know what it's from. One of the Saturday Night Live guys, he uh, he came out talking about anxiety and his battle with anxiety over like the past 40 or something years. And that was basically what came out of it was like, it doesn't fucking go away. You just yeah. got to wake up and manage it. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, that's that's the weirdest part of it. Right. It's like you have to like directly stare down this weird. Palpable thing, like tangible thing for you. It. it literally exists in some way or form for you and then be like nah not today yeah, yeah. And i totally get how some people can man oh no and some days you can't i mean some days yeah. i can't yeah yeah but. exactly like it's okay to have those days where you're just like most days i function just fine but every mm -hmm. once in a while i don't get out of bed yeah you know you just can't or you do and you just get out of bed to like get up and sit down again you know like, yeah i i find i don't notice those days until like way later on in the day or sometimes those days i just don't notice at all where like um i just don't have the energy to do anything yeah you um, look back on it and you're like oh yeah that's why yeah and i'm like oh fuck. oh okay okay yeah i was in a pretty bad headspace like yeah that makes sense okay um mm -hmm. i do you do you meditate at all because i find meditating like really fucking helps with mindfulness and anxiety I do sometimes, um, I have insomnia, which is also anxiety related. Mm. Um, and sometimes like that is the thing that will get me to sleep is to like, it's usually like a guided meditation kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, because I can't just, I used to, when I was in college, I used to do the like, um, repetitive kind of chanting sort of medica meditation, okay. which was also really nice because I think it just was like counting sheep, I guess, but mm. it, it doesn't work for me anymore. Damn. Um, yeah. Well, it's. Again, it's like recognizing all that stuff, adapting, doing what works for you and yeah. figuring it out. Right. Like I say, if it's not working, try something different. Um, I've had a lot of people go like meditation doesn't work for me. And I'm like, OK, that's great. Like if meditation doesn't work for you, like there are other options. But yeah. also, have you tried all of it? Because maybe it does. And you just are like. You tried it once in one fashion. And that's like. I don't know. That's just me being like. Just try, just be an open-minded person. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it. Like it's for me as a person, I'm, I'm very, um, I guess I'm very introspective. And then like when I see, when I see a challenge that I'm 
faced with a lot of the time, like especially with meditation, because that's actually a challenge I've, I face. Like I really wanted to meditate for a long, long time. I used to when I was in high school, I'd wake up like six in the fucking morning, sit on the deck and meditate for an hour. Um, and I want to get back there, but I can't. So I find a lot of the time when people are like, um, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm like, guys, well, listen, you see the wall like you, you see the challenge. It's a wall. Just mm-hmm. go the fuck around it. Like, like find a different way. Like if you, you know, okay, well you can't meditate cause you don't want to sit there on your own with your thoughts. Like, well, don't give up, man. Like get, use a guided meditation. I love guided meditations. It's I just nice found them. Like intro meditation. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Like intro to meditation. Like, cause they'll just, they'll tell you what you're supposed to be thinking of. And it's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they seem to come in at like the perfect time. They're like, now remember when your thoughts start to drift and then i'm like fuck how'd you know oh my god how'd you know and then my brain's like is there a mathematical formula for how far people drift (laughs) off into thought you know like that's immediately where my brain goes like i break it down immediately like how did they figure this out this is really cool like oh it's it's awesome but like um no i sorry i it just reminds me of i don't know if you know yoga with adrian yeah, actually, I just uh, I just started doing um, I started on her beginner basics yoga thing the other day. She's, fan- she's fantastic. She's got a great YouTube channel. Yoga. But I think the best thing about her, the way she does it is that she's like so down to earth that she realizes that some people are there for like the, the brain stuff. Yeah. But some people are there just for the body stuff. And she's there for both. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, you know, do this if you if that's what you're doing. Remind like she reminds you of like. Oh yeah, like drop your shoulders because you might be carrying tension there, and you're like, oh, my oh yeah, oh my god, you knew. Whoa. And then she's like, you know, think of this or don't, you know. Like, yeah, you know, no, I love do, that. Do you? Very casual. <laughs> if she messes up, uh, uh, like a take, she doesn't retake. Like she just no, keeps she talking just, through it. Yeah. yeah, I I admire that that level of. Um, I think it's being being honest with your audience. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's it's not um, facilitating or creating something that you want to put out there some kind right. of image or whatever she's just like i she's focusing on that craft i'm sure there's a lot of of uh work that she's put into it and herself oh but absolutely, yeah. at the same time like she's just presenting yoga to you in like the realest fucking way possible mm-hmm. and i love that like and she'll still incorporate those uh i know what you mean with like the mind and the body stuff because she'll she'll still incorporate like this is you know in in some places where we're seen as bringing our heart up to our chest and releasing the soul and then we're grounding yeah. ourselves to the ground and feeling everything underneath it and then she's like mm-hmm. if you want to lean on your feet you can but yeah. you don't have to and i and i was sitting there like wow thank you yeah fuck yeah, yeah i'll relax yeah hell yeah <laughs> exactly i find yoga and meditation can meet um I mean, they're mm-hmm. supposed to, right? Yoga yeah, in and of itself. In a lot of ways they do, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not just the physical thing, right? This is, my physiotherapist was talking to me about this. Uh, my physiotherapist therapist, <laughs> um, <laughs> where she was saying that a lot of people ignore the other, like, five or six tenets of yoga and uh, only focus on one or two, which is just, like, the physical aspect. Mm-hmm. So I would love to... Also oh. fine, you know. Which is, but... which is cool, yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it's interesting to see, like how much how much further you can go i think into into something and and how much more you can learn and and what else you can do especially with something like yoga that like it's harmless right like if you want to deep dive into fucking yoga and being a better person and creating a better world and giving back to other people like i don't there's no like lawful evil buddhists out there you know like as far as i know (laughs) so uh, i'm not really you know i'm not really worried like yeah dude go down that rabbit hole instead of going down twitter um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> man that's a 
that's the thing I have to actively close out of all the time. That's a that's a big like self care yes. thing for myself is. Yes. And again, going back to the seeing the wall or knowing that I'm on the the slide of death whenever I'm like scrolling Twitter. And I like click the home button and refresh it again. I'm like, nope, fuck this. I'm out. Like, nope, stop scrolling. Stop. Yeah. You're just hurting yourself. You're bored. Or you like find yourself getting like worked up about something that you read. Yeah. Or you like you see that person on your feed again that you're like, man, I hate this post. Yeah. Like, I don't follow them. And that's a fun thing about Twitter is that you don't have to anymore nope. to see all of their stuff. Um, but I have definitely started using like the mute button much more readily. Oh my God, is it the best thing? Yes. Like I don't need to, I don't need to see this because it it annoys me. And it doesn't have to be this big to do for me to just be like, I don't want to see this. Right. I didn't want to see this to begin with. Yeah. And now I don't want to see it even more. And I'm just gonna remove it. Bye. And it's it makes my whole internet time a lot nicer. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't curate their their online time like that which is a shame. Like a lot of people won't do the mute. They'll instead get angry and they'll, they'll throw something out there about that. And it's like, man, if you just muted or if you just blocked mm -hmm. this person, and I know that's, that's not just you. it. Yeah. That's not, yeah. I know that's not just it. Right. But if you take that, that thing that's hurting you and remove it out of your life, instead of feeding into it, it's, you're going to have a better day. Like just right. bar none, you're going to have a better day. Um, I always said this thing about the internet that it's oh. like, the internet, capital T internet, is awful. Mm -hmm. It's full of just like negativity and anger and just just it's not a nice place to be. But my internet is great. I love my internet. My internet <laughs> is fantastic. It's full of friends and love and like all of the best things because I've made that space. Yeah, it's this and, corner you've created on the internet. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I don't deal, I don't deal, if somebody is, if somebody's like pissy in my space, I'm like, yo, dude, like either chill out or get out. Because yeah. I, and I mean this, like, not just on like Twitch or like in my channel or whatever, which obviously like, yeah, if you're hateful in my channel, like you're not, you're not welcome there. But mm. I also mean like on, on Twitter, or on other social media, like if I start seeing that kind of stuff from people, I'm just like you're you're gone now like you don't have to know that you're gone but you're gone now yeah i, don't, I yeah. just don't want to deal with this curation it, is huge yeah it just yeah. like it, i don't need it i don't need it i have I, there are so many other wonderful people that i can be interacting with and putting my energy toward that i don't need to have any energy taken up by those like negative people in my life yeah like you you literally don't have to put up with that shit like <laughs> that's what i say to myself all the time like i i am no, <laughs> fuck you. Get out. I love the the idea of because uh, I've kind of said that uh, similarly, like this is my little corner of the Internet. Like, welcome to my little corner of the Internet. And I love that. I think we can mm -hmm. we can really drive that in even further with our like Twitch channels, because it's a uh, um, the way that I always imagine it is it's kind of it's not literally a corner, but it's very, very insular. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the, the Twitch also wants us to keep people constantly on the site and keep them like rating into it, so on and so forth. And I feel like after you get off Twitch, you don't like you you go back. You don't really go further than Twitch. Like, what's the deep dive that you can do past that? So we've created these nice little like neighborhoods and corners on on this uh, interesting, crazy fucking landscape of the Internet. And yeah. 
we have the literal equivalent of like people coming onto our lawns now and hanging out with us into into barbecues if you want to if you want to call it that like i fucking curate the shit out of my channel as if it were a, a house or a home or whatever for everybody because like man i don't want that shit like that's where i spend most of my time too right if you're live for 10 hours a day why the fuck would you want to do it if you hate it why right, would you exactly. want to be burned out by somebody's negativity and like give them some kind of power of jesus the sun is eating me alive right now um give them that power <laughs> like it it's i think that's a hard thing to overcome as a streamer is taking back your your own kind of sense of self and and mm -hmm. realizing that it is your corner of the internet like you can choose you to shut it down or not go live. You can, you choose what happens with this, like not yeah. just Twitch, but mainly as well. Like being like kind of extra focused or extra curated, I guess, um, with your channel has like hindered growth. And do you care? Oh uh, yeah, probably. And yes and no. Like I'll, I'll always I'll always sit there and be like, yes, I made the right decision. And then there's mm -hmm. like the 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 bill that comes in the next week, and I'm like, fuck. Uh, if only I played an ad. Um, but I know, I think like at, at large, I don't, I don't care. I think it's because I, I look at the community that I have and I know that a lot of people that are, that are there wouldn't be there if I didn't do this or that, or if they didn't appreciate it, or if they didn't uh, want to be a part of it. And then I see like the, the tiny little family that started out of it. And I see that they're appreciative of the space that they, that is going on not the space that they have but the space that's going on around them mm -hmm. um because it's all of ours and and that like kind of reinforces that every time if like nah man fuck that fuck you and fuck any of you that you know not that disagree with it but mm -hmm. that won't participate in it like i even get angry at people if they type some incoherent shit in my chat which may be a little too over the line but like <laughs> if i'm going in a really good conversation with like a hundred other people we're having a fucking great combo and you come in like I like t-shirts. Shut the fuck up, Jimmy. Nobody cares about t-shirts. We're talking about black holes. Like I've felt that before where you're like, read the room, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, Especially what the fuck? When it's like it's somebody that is part of the community. And yeah. So you're like, you know better. Like you've been here for this. Like, you know. I do that you know all that the we're time. We're talking about this right now and we're all in on it. And everybody else is like, that's the best thing. Like, I think the most, the most exhausting moments, I think, for me on stream. Or either when chat is completely dead, because mm -hmm. then I'm just like, uh oh, I'm sad. Yeah. Um, or when everybody's having separate conversations with me mm -hmm. and I'm trying to like spin all of the plates. There's something so nice and so like magical about the entire chat the whole coming chat. together on a conversation and on a topic. And you're like, this is great. Yeah. This feels so nice. Like, to whoa. Have just like the, yeah, the entire like family that you're talking yeah. to. Yeah. Like, that, that sense of community all honed in together and like talking to each other and having like little side chats about mm -hmm. this one point that they wanted to bring up or I've also had that experience and you're like I see this and it's yeah. great and I love all of it in a way you're still having six conversations at once there but it, it but it's all about this one unified mm -hmm. topic and the ability yeah. to be like damn a hundred fucking people at the same time are talking that is sick it's good so job cool. guys like it's so cool yeah it's like it's my favorite thing to see the community come together my second favorite thing or maybe even my first favorite thing is when i see like in discord usually this is like outside of me mm. people organizing hanging out together yes! or like talking to each other about like life things because I love things it. are like hard i'm just like my heart 
I'm so happy. I don't like I say this all the time on my channel, but there are there are few and far between communities that you will find where you walk into the community and they care about each other as much as they care about the streamer that they're watching. Yeah. And I yeah. truly feel like that's true with my community. Like there was one day where somebody in Discord was like, I'm saving up money because I need to make sure that I have a blanket. He lives in Canada. And mm -hmm. this was like last year, I want to say it was like in November. And he was like, I don't really have a blanket right now. So I'm just saving up my next couple paychecks. I should be able to buy one. I'm like next couple paychecks. That's a month out. It's yeah, December. what the fuck? You live in Canada. Like you need a blanket. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Come on, man. And the entire Discord was like, how do I get you money? I will send you a blanket. I have extra blankets. Let me send you a it was the sweetest thing. And I just was like, my heart. Like, I, I was love not that. I was not like, I was, you know, it's like when we were talking about our mods and you're like, right. You, you know, you're just a channel. You are the lightning exactly. rod somehow. Exactly. Somehow you've just, been lucky enough to, to be the person that has set that up in some way or form. And then you get to I, watch it. The day I understand how I got to be so lucky, I feel like is the day that we all win the internet because I will just tell everybody like what right? to do. Yeah. You're like, guys, <laughs> I don't listen, understand. here's the formula to make people love you. Listen, I don't know how it worked, but it worked for me. Uh, <laughs> I get that. I, I have a lot of a lot of proud moments like that where like I started playing Destiny and there's like six of them in a voice channel the morning one morning I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, like my mods are usually they usually hang out in the public channel. But like I feel like the regular community is like, oh, those are the three mods that are always in the public channel. I don't yeah. want it. That's their that's their thing. You know, we don't want to interrupt that. But then in another channel, there's like six of them playing Destiny together. And I, I was like, oh, my God, like I yelled across the house. I was like, babe, babe. They're playing together. Friendship is happening. Friendship. Yeah, because I've I, I mean, being around for for eight years, I've had a lot of um, a lot of different communities around mm -hmm. my community, which is which is a very interesting but weird thing to say. And right now we're in the we're in the non kind of everyone's like kind of friends with each other, but they're maybe a little bit nervous or they don't really reach out or you know there's nothing there like kind of binding them or gluing them. So anytime I see them playing games together or, or having those conversations together where like the conversation kind of like dives off into their own thing and they kind of take over chat. I'm like, man, fuck this. Yeah, go. Fuck it. Hell yeah, dude. You. Yeah. Right. Friends, yeah. People like apologize for talking in the chat too much. And I'm like, why the fuck would you? What? Please never. As long as it's coherent, man. Go ahead, man. I love I love the the fact that we can have literally anybody from across the world bitch about their day in real time. And I mean, that's not, like I say that as a joke, but also like it's it's, it's so really cool. That, like, yeah. It's really eye opening and really, yeah, really it's, cool. It's amazing. Like one of my one of my favorite things, and I'm sure you experience this as well, um, just because of the time that we stream, like being like a daytime streamer yep, in the yep. US means that you are an evening streamer in the UK. Yep. Right. So I don't know, half my community, if not more than that, is from the UK. Yeah, I'm like, good EU morning. Or like somewhere overseas. Yeah. And they're like, right, good exactly. night. Like, I have to be very careful to say like, happy Thursday or happy, you know, whatever day it is, rather than like, good morning, because yeah. most of them are like, ha ha ha, it's five. Yeah. You know, like every time. PM. <laughs> right, exactly. Every so fucking like, time. Fine. It's barely even morning for me. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's one of my, my, my like one of the coolest things to me is that there's so much diversity in just like who is coming to my stream mm -hmm. and it's also been a huge learning thing for me because there are like 
there are sometimes that I would, I would maybe, and you know, that, you know, the trolls that come in and you read it and you're like, ah, maybe you're young and I yeah. don't like this. Yeah. You're annoying. But then like, sometimes it's a language barrier. So I've had to like really, really default to like really reading the good in everything that everybody is saying, yeah. which is maybe, maybe to a fault, but like, and to be really careful to be like, are you, is this a language barrier? Is this like, just like a speech barrier or are you in fact immature or a bot or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, are you hateful? And like when they're, you know, when they come in and they spew hate speech, that's one thing. But when they come in and there's like, there's like that other nuanced you know, kind yeah. of thing where you're like, you, you might fit in here if you stick around long enough, but yeah, I'm if not sure like, about this first message here. Don't ever make that joke again. You're good. And mm -hmm. you're chill. Yeah, those are usually the ones that you like. I call them like converting, right? Because they come in to like troll you or whatever have you. And then they're like, oh, you're actually pretty cool. Like you can, you stuck out through the, the harassment I gave you. Like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I guess. Do that again. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, do you do you call it out like really, really openly, or do you just mm -hmm. kind of like hint at it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I I'm just like, what the fuck did you like? What is that even fucking English? Or like, yeah, you know, they do. It really depends. So it depends on it depends on like like you said, if we're all having a really nice conversation, yeah. and it would interrupt that conversation, then I don't. Then we just remove it, and it like we don't mention it, and mm -hmm. I don't talk about it, and the mods don't talk about it. Nobody in chat talks about it, and if somebody in chat talks about it. We're like, we don't do that here. Don't do that. Bad for you. <laughs> you know, like we we're like, if I'm not mentioning it, you shouldn't be mentioning it. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm if I'm looking, you know, if I'm looking to like unify us around something or if I'm just like reading everything in chat anyway. And, you know, like, yeah, well, I read everything in chat always. But you know what I mean? Like if it's like kind of this back and forth, every conversation is different. Mm -hmm. um, then I will take the time because it'll be a lot of times people will just like jump on it and we all have fun with it yeah you know yeah. especially if it's like a really overt troll um that's always really fun because they're usually about the fact that i'm a woman or about the fact that i don't have what the beauty industry claims is the perfect body Just lazy um, commentary every time oh, man. Yeah, it's like yeah, the, the it's easiest fucking me. thing to make like yeah it's fun for me because i'm like yeah yeah that's the best that's the best you can come up with we actually have an ongoing channel meme from somebody who came in and said, I was playing Slime Rancher. I don't know if you're familiar with Oh, yeah. Game, I fucking love like, Slime Rancher. Yeah, it's like an adorable, yeah. silly slime farm sim game. And it was like, for my birthday, I want to say, or something. And I was just chilling out with the game, hanging out with the community. Like, I did not, I don't care about the game. Mm -hmm. well, I, I like it, but like, you know, I don't, if you have negative opinions of the game, I don't feel that strongly about it, I guess, is my point. Yeah, but, yeah. Um. But this person came in and they said, you fat bitch with colored hair playing with slimes, you emo. That was the whole thing. And I remember it because it's now become a channel meme. Wow. Because that was like all of the things all in once. But also like. It's like. I mean, you, I know I know people listening to this can't see behind me, but like. Everything that I do is brightly colored. There's rainbows everywhere. There's rainbows everywhere. <laughs> so how emo? Yeah? yeah. Emo? I don't. Where do you, I don't I don't know. I don't know where that came from. And then I was like, how is playing with slime related to any of this? That's, <laughs> like, there's just a lot of things. Like it's just become this thing that I'm like an emo. Anytime <laughs> Anytime slime is mentioned, which happens oddly often. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You said open know. community, so I guess slime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, lately it's because I've been playing with uh, I've been playing Minecraft and there yeah. are slimes in Minecraft. So it's anytime I like mention slimes in Minecraft, everybody's like, you emo. <laughs> You're right. Playing with my slimes oh, again, man. like those emo kids do. I get I get like the 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 lazy comments about my teeth where like people come mm. in, they're like, your teeth are crooked or like they're like, I think the best one I get is like, go to a dentist. And I'm like, are you going right to fucking now? pay? Like, you know, like uh, I'll sit there and be like, yeah, braces are about 14 grand. So, I mean, if you're about to start fronting, I've actually had people like trolls that do that. And then they're like, OK, here's five bucks. I'm like, thanks for five bucks, buddy. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. But it's just so fucking lazy. I think my response is. is usually the same thing. Is that literally the best that you could have come up with? Like. Mm -hmm. that's the best that you could have come up with? holy fuck man i know like i think my my response is usually something along the lines of like you clearly don't know me well enough if you think that those are the comments that are going to upset me yeah like, like attack my anxiety or something yes, hit exactly. me deep like, fucking exactly down insecurities yeah my body is not an insecurity of mine <sighs> like not even close the fact that I am a woman is not an insecurity of mine. That's yeah, not I, even close. So like if you hang out here for like literally five seconds, you might know that. Mm -hmm. And then you would come up with something that was more interesting. Like my oldest brother, who I know I've compared you to <laughs> one nice, really redeeming quality that you have that he does not have is that he knows all of my worst buttons and he enjoys pushing them. <laughs> But I think that's like, that's a sibling thing. That's thing, a sibling a thing bit, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he knows, he knows where my insecurities are and mm. he will push them. But like, that's because you took the time to get to know me. You really want to get under my skin, like attack my intelligence, really attack that's, my intelligence. That's like the biggest one for it's me. The best way to hit anybody. Mm -hmm. Just fucking get them right in the brain. Yeah. That's where, that's right where the ego resides. Get them right yeah, there. Exactly. I think my my favorite thing I've ever heard somebody um, insult someone with is some people were just born to be mediocre. And I like when I heard that, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, that one hurts. Whoa. Like that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I know it's it's like a whoa, fuck me. Holy yeah, damn. If he came in and said that to me, I'd be like, oh, um. <laughs> yeah like shit i mean if you drop that at the perfect time in, in any battle of wits i feel like that is enough to leave someone with like five years of scarring mm -hmm. and in the end you've won okay in the end you've won then oh man i got i got bullied a lot as a kid so like uh, same i found i could never actually compete in any battle of wits like they would say something and i would just either end up like laughing it off because i was like that's like the most ridiculous thing but also how do I insult you back? So like it was, it was, I never, I never had any sort of like wit. So when I meet British people, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, how are you so quick? How are you so funny? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a magic there. I think right, right. they like, they take a class in in school, they're in elementary school. They're in, they're in primary school <laughs> being like, how to have the perfect come back <laughs> duel of the wits uh yeah i took a advanced uh wit dueling and uh replaced sword play it's the uh fencing that's what it is yeah. fencing <laughs> um i find with uh with those though when you get those kind of people um they usually end up being some of your most loyal people for like if you it's yeah, either three hours or three months yeah, you, right? if you can convert them, they're they're like yeah. all in. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, sometimes it's like they're all in for the day and then they don't come back. But 
they're there like they're mm-hmm. they're into it they're like this was this was enjoyable for me i'm 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 happy that like we had this conversation yeah. and yeah they just want attention at the end of the day right i think that's oh, a, that's yeah, a huge absolutely. thing with streaming that i have to i i always remember like at the end of the day these um, these people, everybody that tunes into to any mm-hmm. stream and is talking and is trying to engage, like they just want attention. That's literally what drew me to streaming in the first place. And why I like started to stream was I was in someone's, I was in Tally's chat and he, as far as I remember, like I said a couple of comments and like he didn't respond because there was like a fucking thousand people in there. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to start a stream and I'm going to talk to everyone. I'm going to respond to literally everything. And that was like, <laughs> That was that was how my stream started. Like, I was just like, hey, how's it going? How are you? What's going on? How's your day? Tell me about your day. Come on, like, talk to me. What's going on? That's like that's been like the driving thing since I started streaming eight years ago, um, which is really weird to see like Tally still streaming um, yeah. and still misses my car. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, man, that's like it, it's so it's so weird to, uh, to I think maybe like point it down to one singular thing but that was literally it i just wanted to talk to people i said last week too like the um i know i told you before the podcast here the the why of streaming is what i asked rom um and mine was just like just like i want to make people laugh yeah um and i had compared it i think to being to being bullied a lot in in high school like a you know coming back to like my teeth like i got called beaver all the time and that's why like mm-hmm. if someone comes in they're like nice teeth i'm like ah, oh, thanks like Wow. But if, yeah like thanks i tried to all the time like hey what happened to your teeth i'm like are they grew in weird like i don't fucking know dude i mean if i knew what happened to my teeth i would have fixed it but uh again do you have any money like can i borrow five bucks from you to get braces it's uh can, please like my paypal <laughs> i have a, a paypal.me link help a dude out <laughs> help no, a brother that. out i feel that entirely i i read everything in chat and i feel really badly when people like I don't know when people comment that you miss something Mm. and I try, I try not to be like sassy about it, but sometimes when they say like, Oh, you missed my message. I'm like, just, I'm just, I'm trying. You just repost (laughs) it. Just post it again. Post it. Just tell, like I saw this message telling me that I missed the message, but if you try reposting the message again, Mm -hmm. you probably would have seen that. But we've also created a culture where like reposting is bad. Right. So I imagine if I imagine they're Mm -hmm. fucking terrified, they're like, Oh yeah. Or if they're new, they're just like, Oh, you missed my fucking message. Yeah, they might be. Yeah, I try to. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like you, I try to read everything in chat and Mm. respond to everything in chat. And sometimes I'm better at it than others. Like some days I'm really good at it. And some days I like I look over and I'm like, wow, I missed a lot of things. Yeah, like. I read this message, but I just saw like four messages up here that I did not read. Yeah, I'm sorry. God, I don't know how the fuck that happens, but it happens. I just blink and there's like, it's been 12 minutes later (laughs) and I haven't read the chat. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where'd you guys go? What happened to time? I'm not that high. Fuck. I mean, usually it's like when you're really enjoying a game. Yeah. It's it's nice because you're just like actually enjoying the game. And hopefully other people are also enjoying you enjoying the game. But it does it does feel bad when you're like, especially when you've curated this kind of community that is used to you talking to them. Mm. Um, and I know you have like a pretty extended chatting time at the beginning of your stream, yeah. at least to like really get into that with mm-hmm. people. And I do too. Um, and there's also like I've I've tried to like teach my chat. I don't know if this is something that that you do or if there's like I've just tried to teach people like, don't at me because I'm gonna read it. 
<laughs> if I miss it, then you can at me because then it's like really effective for me yeah. because I'm like, yeah. oh, shoot, that one's highlighted. <laughs> well, now we have the highlighted messages with channel points, too. So that does that highlight for you? It doesn't yes. actually like highlight for me. It yeah. just like indents it. <laughs> oh, OK. Like, you know it's supposed to be purple because everybody else has told me that it's supposed to be purple. Yeah. I think it might be because they have like BTTV on or something. There Probably, some yeah. And they there. haven't they haven't messed with it. Um, yeah, I, don't know. I haven't trained my my chat like that. Um, well, actually, you know what? I probably have. I just probably can't think of it because I'm just. You were like, do you train your chat? And I train my chat on fucking everything. I'm like, yeah. guys, this is you know this that and that. Um, yeah, like when this happens, do this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's weird to say, but like. Um, when I came up with, uh, uh, or when I, when I started asking people to call me Jay, um, instead of my real name, I literally just put it in my info section like seven years ago. Wait a second. Yeah. Jay's not Jay's my real not name. Your real name? No, Jay's not my real name. No. Okay. Well, I mean like I shouldn't be this surprised. It's, it's K. It's the next letter. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> JK. <laughs> but uh, I just put it in my info section. Like it, my, it's, it's still a letter in my name. Um, my, my name's Justin, right? So it's, you know, I still have people come in, but I had to take it back from some people because at some point early in my streaming career, somebody like found out my real name and they started to like use it to have some kind of like power over me. Like mm -hmm. it, it immediately, it made me fucking dislike the shit out of my name. And it was kind of the, the catalyst for me finally being like, well, I've always you know, I, I wanted to change my name to Jason when I'm older. Like, I, I'm just yeah. gonna go by Jay. It's easier. It's a nice nickname. It's easy. But when I when I first started going by that, I just put it in my info section to see how many people read the info section. I was like, you "Hey, tell people, yeah, yeah, you can call me Jay." And then, like, two days later, somebody was like, "Hey, Jay," and I was like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" And then it just started from that. And now, I mean, now everybody knows me as Jay, and I, I am. But like. It was a really weird moment there where I was like, is this a social experiment? I don't know. I really just want to know if people read the fucking info section. And I'm <laughs> really tired of like this guy. This guy was fucking weird, man. He would just come in. He'd be like, hello, Justin. And I'd be like, what the? Hey, dude. But every, everybody would call me bro or bro Tato, right? But he was the guy that had to call me by my real name. And I and like. I was still in that early streamer phase of like, ah, what, I, don't, I don't want to ban him. You know, it's not walking yeah. that fine line. He hasn't done anything yeah. technically. It's so weird. But I, I like, it feels weird to say that I had to take back my name, but it, it was uh, really fucking weird. It's really invasive, man. Really yeah, fucking invasive. I had to invasive. tell somebody to stop Googling me. Fuck. Because like, this it's really ironic. Early... I used to tell people to Google me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this, was, go this was early streamer time as well. And um, my name is not Frank. Um, it's not even related to Frank. Um, I mean, you, you no joke, way. but when I say that there's always somebody in chat that's like, wait, it's not, I guess, I don't oh. know. Apparently I own oh. Frank, but, um, it's not Frank and it's not even related to Frank. It's not like Francine or Francesca mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, it's, it's Bob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my sister's my sister's nickname is Bob actually. That's great. Like legit IRL. Her nickname is Bob. I, I Bob. love Bob. that. Yeah. We're Frank and Bob. She's been on stream plenty of times and everybody's oh. like, for real though? And I'm like, yeah, no, for real though. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> um, anyway, so I I keep my name pretty private. Like mm -hmm. I'm really weird. I don't even like giving companies my name if I don't have to legally for any reason. If mm -hmm. they're not, they don't need it. I don't give it to them mm -hmm. because it's absurdly searchable. Um, 
And I had to tell somebody early on to stop Googling me because they were like, did you know that this account is linked to your name and you oh, found it? God. And I was like, this was on like page six of Google searches. Stop searching me. Like respect my privacy because you're the only one doing this. And I know yeah. you think you're helping, but you're not. Yeah. So stop doing this. It's a weird invasive relationship. And it's weird not to like, we are in that awkward position as like online content creators where we have to ask them to respect that privacy that has mm -hmm. typically never been given before on the internet. Like right. once something's on, e on the internet, it stays there forever. And it's, it's easily accessible to everybody. And it's so weird to be like, like that's not normal, dude. And they're like, what do you mean? Of course. I'm like, no, dude, that's not normal. Not here, man. Like, yeah, I have people come in and, I have the background um, with my with the, the skyline, right? So people come in and sometimes they'll like try and pinpoint where I am or whatever. They're like, oh, you know, are, are you near this street and that street? And sometimes I joke about it. Sometimes I'm like honest or, you know, whatever. Like mm -hmm. it's a it's a weird line to walk. Um, I had my address leaked like fucking five years ago at my old That's place, terrifying. my very first place. It was really weird because I think it was related to my mom's job um because mm. she's a cop um and the message was referencing my mom so it was really weird like it was like people came in they didn't come in during my stream they came in after my stream and their name was my address and they were like tell brotato to stop messing with a biker gang and his mom and i was like what what? That is so wild. Yeah, I was like offline That's and they were so spamming wild. my chat and like nobody was there. You know, they did it after I ended my stream, like two hours later. I had the only the only way that I found out was because a mod of mine that has actually been to my place. Um, he like texted me. He's like, yo, what the fuck is this? Mm. I was like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this? What is it? So I, I like went to the cops. I was like, yo, listen, that's when swatting was really, really huge. Mm. Right. So I was like, you know, swatting. This is a thing blah 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 like so on and so forth and this is what i do and blah 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 and the guy was like okay well uh you don't have to worry about that we're not gonna like kick down your door we'll just uh knock first and see if anything's going on and i was like <laughs> really i know right knock first. we'll just knock first we basically hey, the, are you okay in there yeah they uh, <laughs> oh hey uh we uh got a report of the kidnapping it's that uh okay no 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 okay it looks like you're good that's just uh three people in your home those are your family all right goodbye um they fucking i don't know it was the, i thought so too like that's the most canadian thing ever you're just gonna knock okay all right but thankfully i i hopefully don't have to worry about that but i was yeah, fucking sure. terrified after that, that man that's a scary. huge invasion of privacy and then like i was like do i have to move right now I've do i have to move yeah i've definitely like lied about the weather or like things that are nearby me like it's kind of hard because i live um I live in a city that has an airport and I've always mm. lived under like the airport line, I guess. Right. Right. And that has never changed. But like, I feel like that's a lot of places in the city, but they can hear it. Like they can hear that and they yeah. can hear like a train come by sometimes. And so they like, if they really knew the city, they might be able to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah. again, I feel like safe enough that they would have to know the city pretty well. And they would also have to like, um, They'd have to know like all of the places that pinpoint and there's still like multiple places that have both right. trains and airplane traffic going by. And I'm just like careful not to talk about like restaurants that are nearby or 
Her yeah. Her nearby. Soda Poppin like had that happen to him. Did you did you see that? <clears throat> he no. um he had tweeted out that like a viewer maybe this wasn't recently maybe this was before a viewer like um oh god there's a clip of it he he basically he scoured his YouTube channel for locations in the background and then um pinpointed them to the the city and then looked out of uh the window in a youtube video found a building with the same roof and then pinpointed it and that like brought it down to five different locations but then they found a tweet about the gym being 20 minutes away and Chili's being 30 minutes away and so they narrowed it down and sent it sent his address to him and started like doxing him and he was just like what the fuck guys are you familiar are you familiar with imperial yeah 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 um she was telling me at the saint jude summit she said one of her mods did the same thing to her like did it for her safety yeah but was like hey just fyi this is how i did it um and somebody else could do this too but it was like she had talked about the kind of car that she drove and it was like related to like um her kid's school and some other like just like small details yeah. They were like, I was able to find your address. Yeah. And that's just like that. That got me really thinking like, I'm going to have to be really good. But I've definitely like, and I know I'm not the only one. I've talked to other streamers that like lie about the weather and like yeah. lie about, you know, what's what what city they're in. Just straight up, like tell them that they're in a different city. Yeah. Sometimes oh, people yeah. are like, yo, is that Toronto? I'm like, no, man, I'm in Chicago. Just to throw them <laughs> off. Like, it's just it's just that's my first like dry response. Right. But then they believe me and I'm like, fuck, I've. I've misled them shit. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't actually, Canadian. I don't lie too much, honestly, about where, where I am. Obviously I've got like a huge fucking background behind me. Mm. I can't, but, um, I've always tried to be, I've always tried to practice like a safe honesty because I feel, I feel like telling people no will make them do it. So I try to balance on that fucking weird tightrope. Mm-hmm. That's why like when some people come in, they're like, yo, are you in Toronto? I'm like, nah, I'm in Chicago. Like just flippantly, because I know a, it's fucking funny. It's going to make everyone laugh. Yeah. B, it might make that person laugh. B, it made, or C, it made me laugh. I, I'm hilarious. Yeah. But also, yeah. if <laughs> if they fuck off, then they don't have the info they were looking for. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's like, it's such a weird fucking line to walk. I Especially, just like, it's like, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm giving you guys this, this info somewhat just to satiate that need. Please don't mm-hmm. look it up because if you look it up, you're probably going to find more. It, it's like, just don't do anything fucking weird with it. Just respect, please, for the love of yeah, fucking no, God. I'm like, the same way. Like, and it's, it's kind of a risk that we just have to accept, right? Yep. It's like, true. It's absolutely true. That's it. Like, the only I, thing that we have to protect us is like stream gifts if they send us things, but that's really right. elite and beta. So we can't use that if you're not yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's terrifying. Sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, like, I definitely have that, like, if they come in and then one of the first things they ask me is, where am I? I'm always, like, a little bit leery about giving them yeah. anything more than, like, I'll tell them Wisconsin. Like, that's usually what I'll say. <laughs> but, like, I'm not shy about telling people that I live in Madison. So, like, you hang out long enough, you'll know where yeah. I live. It's like, you know, with you, like, the very first thing you ask me, do I live in Toronto? Well, I don't really want to tell you that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's kind of weird that that's the first thing you're asking me. Exactly. But like, I'm also like, you're going to know if you spend an hour here, I'm probably going to reference something. Yeah. Yeah. City, you you'll, know, like you'll hear it, man. Just like, what, yeah, shut exactly. up. Why is that your focus? Fuck off. Right. That's weird. Like, don't be fucking weird. Why are you weird about it? Why you gotta be weird on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot get over. I think in all the, in all the years of full-time streaming, I've never been able to get over the social anxiety of others. Or like that, that awkwardness. It's like a, it's like when, 
just again when people come into the chat and they can't read the fucking room um yeah. that's you know like you said earlier like that's just that's my biggest i think pet peeve with the the fact that everything is done through text uh on like twitch chat yes. and twitter and everything even discord like it if i infer the wrong thing immediately i'm like dude read the fucking room like why are you coming in here being a fucking idiot what are you doing just mm -hmm. just be normal when like i'm trying to treat you like a normal human being stop what the fuck like the people that come in they're like why aren't you playing the game because i'm talking to you like a real human being dumbass yeah. like yeah it's that that was i think the weirdest fucking thing um to get over and like like this is it just like whatever like i've had to actually stop um letting that affect me as much because it's like because i will i'll just go in on people for no reason and i'm like just read right. the room right and then they're like jay why are you being so mean and i'm like i don't know man just don't, he's being weird like don't be weird <laughs> it's he's a it's give and take he breathed funny <laughs> he breathed funny yeah maybe it's maybe it's my own social awkwardness but no like there's I mean, no i totally I tot definitely I moments that, though like there's like a i've definitely like misread a troll before you know, like you read it and you read yeah. negative intent into it and you have to be you have to be really careful of that. Like being a streamer, I think you have to be really careful because I've definitely gone in on somebody and they were like, yo, I was just asking you a question. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, fuck. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not mean, I swear. <laughs> but that's the important thing is you can say sorry. Right. There's a yeah. lot of people that would have the the ego that just be like, fuck you, whatever it is. Now you're just trolling me. Yeah. There's, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, <laughs> A lot of people, I don't, I don't know. A lot of people can't, can't handle, I think the, the ego of, uh, I think full-time streaming or streaming in general. Like it's a, I have a thing, I have a thing written, um, up on a post-it note that I've wanted to do on a, on a, an article on for the longest time called, how can you not have an ego as a streamer? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. like, especially as a full-time streamer, like how many days has it been? It's like two weeks now since you went full-time. Is it two weeks? Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How's the ego doing? <laughs> no, seriously, though, no different, honestly. <laughs> it, I feel like it develops over over time. Why, whether yeah, you know, accidentally or or purposefully or I, or whatever. I definitely feel like it is different for me now. Not because I'm full time, but just like now in a general now sense mm -hmm. than it was when I very first started streaming. How so? Um, in some ways, like, well, you, you like you say, like you build an ego, like there's a certain amount of like. Um, I don't know, like, like there's a certain amount of like, I built this for myself and therefore I just like I work hard, therefore I deserve. Right, right. You know, that I didn't have when I first started. And it wasn't because I was working any less hard, but it was like. I hadn't put the time in yet. So I knew that like certain things wouldn't just be like handed to me, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's very much changed for me. Not like I expect things to be handed to me now or anything like that, but like, um, how, I, I'm having a really hard time putting this into words, I guess, but like, is it, it's like it, this idea of oh. the idea of like, you show up when you first start streaming, you show up and you're excited that anyone is there. Right. 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 And as you build an audience, it takes more and more people to feel like anyone is there. Yeah, I Does get that. that. Sense? No, I get that. I get that. And it's because not you're... that I'm any less grateful for the people that do show up. It just feels like if I were to stream to 20 people right now, I'd be like, oh, my God, what did I do? Right. 
but I think it's because it would be a backslide. Like I've gotten to a point and you don't want to regress, you know? Yeah, there's different. I think there's like different minds that you have to keep about streaming, right? You have to keep a humble mind, but also there. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, at the end of the day, especially if you're doing it full time, it's a uh, I'm not going to say it's a business, but it's a job, right? It is, um, it is a business in a lot of ways, though, isn't it? It is in some ways. Like I think managing your Twitch stream is a business, um, but I, I don't think I don't think the streaming the you know, the like active streaming is not. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. Like showing up, you know, it's at the end of the day, like a lot of us, um, I think uh, a lot of people can get caught up in the just showing up act. And mm -hmm. and maybe that's a facilitation of the ego is thinking to yourself that you've you've built this and built this and built this. Yeah, now now you can just, just show, show up. up. I had yeah. that for a while and it's it's bit me in the ass uh, because mm -hmm. I, I stopped building um, and stopped uh, working as hard as I have. So I, I've, I keep saying to myself, like I worked myself to fucking death when I was like 19 to like 23 so that I can take off this time now in my life to, to have some mental health recovery and so on and so right. forth and refocus. Um, so again, thanking my past self and also forgiving my past self. But yeah, the, I, f I feel like that, that ego, it like sneaks in, right? You, like you said, you have that expectation. And if you don't keep two different minds about it, if you don't sit there mm -hmm. and be like, well, okay. You know, like while you're streaming, you see the numbers, they're like, all right, well, fuck that sucks but there's still i have to tell myself like there's still there's this still many people so many people here yeah, yeah. there's I, I need to i need to focus on them right now and not be that guy that's like oh where is everybody else well fuck that yeah. i'm just going to channel that instead into hey guys don't forget to retweet the stream or mm -hmm. hey you know don't forget to tell a friend or is yeah. anybody new like i definitely i definitely have um waves i would say of being really good about being very very grateful for the people that show up no matter what the number is mm. and then being like i can look at the same freaking number you know two days later and yeah. be like oh my god nobody's here and it's the worst feeling and i don't like feeling like i will say the one thing about full-time and it's funny because you ask like how full-time is going but i did this really gradually yeah, um, yeah. i have been full-time technically for two weeks but I've been working four hours a week at another job for yeah. the last nine months. So like that's not technically full time because I have another job. Yeah. But but you were putting I in mean, the full time hours. It was your full time passion. Yeah, this, still has been, this has been like the bulk of my income, I would say, for the better part of a year. Easy, mm -hmm. easy, easy. And I've been using this other job kind of I honestly didn't give it up because it was four or five hours a week once a week like that's yeah. it yeah it was like eh, some extra cash flow giving up. <laughs> i think it keeps you humble too like in some yeah. way yeah it's kind of nice to like it was nice to have i think for me it was nice to have the mental cushion of this isn't my full-time job like streaming isn't the only thing i'm relying on <sighs> even though like the money that I was making at the other job was like not even enough to pay my rent. Like it wasn't anything. Right. But you're it, still projecting like that, that assurance mm -hmm. onto some kind of income because it's stable right. and you know that it's yeah, coming exactly, in. Yeah. Exactly. There's that I, streaming has none of that. No, Fuck. I will say the, the thing, the thing that I find has shifted for me the most is like the paranoia of it all going away. Mm. Like the paranoia of waking up one day and being like, what if, what if I'm, dead to the internet yeah um the first the first week that i was full-time i had no less than five stress dreams um that ranged between like you know just like completely unrelated to streaming to 
you have been canceled because oh you play God. the sims yeah. and all of ea went under and now you're associated with it and literally your mods don't even show up to your stream anymore and i was like uh, like I woke up and I was, I was like, that is an, an anxiety dream I've ever had. Yeah, like, oh my goodness. I, um, I so. find the fear of losing it all that that maybe is a is an anxiety that probably feels a lot of us in the wrong ways. Um, like when yeah. when you went on uh, Streamer Square talking about burnout, um, that mm -hmm. was that was a great discussion, by the way. Um, Thanks. I think uh, Hunter said something that fucking stuck with me it was like one of those like profound moments where he just like plucked something out and put it into the stream and he was like what was the, the way he rounded it out like passion is when uh or burnout is when passion meets lack of results yes um and i sat there that's and i was exactly like it too. whoa like holy yeah. shit and that's that's that really hard my, to keep control of yeah i would say that my anxiety is both my biggest motivator and why i get anything done but also my hugest downfall in terms right. of productivity Right. Both because it can literally hinder my productivity and I just like don't I'm, I like I get so incapable of doing anything. I get uh, anxiety paralysis, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. also because it will push me to burnout and I won't. I've gotten a lot better at recognizing burnout, which is, I think, why they put me on Streamer Square about it, yeah. because I've definitely I used to burn out and I would need to take like three days off in a row just mm -hmm. to like function as a person in my own life. And now. I recognize it well before and I've also stopped feeling guilty about taking time that's to huge. manage that. Yeah. That's um, huge. Which is a huge, huge thing. Like I recently took a day off because I woke up and I was like, I'm going to burn out if I work today. I'm going mm -hmm. to burn out if I stream today and if I work on things today, because I straight up like didn't sleep well. That was a big part of it. And I knew that if I went live, it was just not going to be a good cast and that was going to compound into the next day. And yeah. like, I wasn't going to get the things done. But if I just took the day off, I was going to be able to like be really kind to myself. And like I wasn't feeling anxious and I wasn't feeling burned out. But I knew that like pushing through that day would get me there. So instead, yeah, you I can was feel like, like the frayed I... line. You're like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, not today. Like, well, I'll just take the day off from streaming. And mm -hmm. instead, I'll just like kind of work my way through a really small to do list that I have for today and take like literally the entire day to do it. And I did. And yeah. it was great. It was a great day. And I came back the next day and I felt great and it was fine. Everything was fine. But yeah, I will definitely say that like anxiety of like losing everything has pushed me in like good ways and also bad ways for sure. Yeah. Like you have to be very, very careful of that. Like get, getting to the line of burnout and pushing yourself anyway. Right. And not recognizing it because it can be really great and motivating to be like, well, I want to continue to, you know, you were talking about not growing and not pushing yourself and just kind of like coasting in that, yep. like, you know, I'm here today. So why not just, you know, we'll just do the thing that I always do. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think the anxiety of losing it all really pushes me to like constantly look at my content and say, what can I be doing better? Yeah. Um, and, you know, look at my, my setup and my quality and say, what can I improve here? Um, and really, try to grow as a content creator across platforms too and not mm. just like stay on twitch and keep in that bubble like i've really i've really tried to push myself to to do more in a wider space um partly because i think it's fun i enjoy learning and i enjoy yeah like i miss school in a lot of ways so i, I, I like, hear you yeah i miss i miss feeling intelligent <laughs> 
I miss reading. <laughs> I started a book club because I was like, I straight I up don't that. have time to read and I won't do it if I don't have a reason to do it. So our community started a book club because I was like, y'all, I need I need you to get me to read more. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. It. I I going like. I think going further with that um, with that anxiety is it was a weird line to walk because I find for me, a lot of my greatest ideas are born out of that anxiety are born Mm -hmm. like right at the tip of that mountain where like, yes, I look at my bank account or something and I'm like, fuck, we're waiting to make a thousand more dollars. Like, that's, you know, I'm fucked if I don't. And then I'm sitting there like, well, some fun event uh, yeah either that or like some small way to change what i'm currently doing so that it, mm-hmm. it just kind of makes it maybe more digestible and more easier to watch to build up for for long-term stuff like yes. that is i think that's where i try and uh try and focus a lot of my like off-stream time and it's i think it's fueled again by a lot of that anxiety because it's i remember a couple of years ago people used to say like if you take a week off it's like taking a month off Mm. and in december yeah in december vo and i took two weeks off to go to austria and italy and like i mean it felt for me like it was a month off because that was fucking great that was amazing i slept the first night we got into italy which was seven days into our trip i slept for 14 fucking hours and then the next day (laughs) i slept or no the first night i slept for 10 hours and then went back and took a nap for four hours and then the next day i actually slept for 14 hours and i was like holy fuck I feel like an actual human being. I feel yeah, alive. Like I, oh my I god! I went to sleep when I wanted to. And yeah. I woke up naturally. Yeah. Without an alarm, it was great. That helped me fix my sleep, sleep schedule. Like mm-hmm. that helped me f- fix my sleep schedule and has yeah. now helped me maintain my sleep schedule in a really healthy manner. Like that was my biggest thing for a really long time. It's like that was my constant promise to my my community. Like. As I'm going to fix it, I'm trying to fix it, I'm fixing it this weekend, I'm fixing it this weekend, and then something would bump it back out of place, and it would get fucked and fucked and fucked. And for me, like, if I wake up at 9, I'm okay. If I wake up at 10, I'm fucked. Like, mm-hmm. I, feel, I, I, I don't know what it is, but in that hour, my entire day gets pushed back three hours, and then that gets, something later on gets pushed back four hours. I'm and the same way. And when that were, feeds into the anxiety me, there. Like, when you were asking me, like, are you awake? Like, is this going to be a struggle for you to do this early? Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I'm awake. I won't, I don't like to ask me to get up and then get ready to stream is a little bit much because mm-hmm. I wake up, but I, I don't know how you treat your mornings, but my favorite thing to do in the morning is to just like, I have really slow mornings mm-hmm. and I like that. Like that is time. I work usually in the mornings. Like I don't go live until 11, um, my time. Yeah. And that's because I spend three, four hours just like, waking up, getting coffee, answering emails, checking socials and doing all that stuff. And just like kind of having a really slow start to my morning. Yeah. And I need that. Like, it's really nice for me to have that. Like, I don't actually start getting ready for stream usually until like 10, 1030. And then I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to get up and like, put my clothes on and do my thing and, you know, do things that aren't sitting at my desk and working in my pajamas. I had that um, I had that ritual at some point where I would go out and I would just smoke in the morning and I would sit there like on my mom's porch for like three hours and just just look outside. I actually I started a radio show at some point in like at like six or seven in the morning. It was just bro radio. It was yeah. really fun to put on. I would, I would talk in a radio voice. It would be like an actual radio and it was really fucking successful. 
Yeah. But eventually I had to stop because I was going six or 7 a.m. until 10 to 11 and then leaving the stream live for an hour, taking a break and coming back at noon and streaming till six. But I didn't have my mornings. I didn't have those mornings. So I like everything fell out of fucking whack. So I'm I'm kind of the same. Like I've had to quicken up my mornings now to keep up with the pace of the day earlier than I do. Yeah, I I go live at at. 10. Yeah, I had to remember there for a second. Um, I go live at 10 and I usually wake up like seven, I want to say like seven or eight. Yeah. Um, but if I could, I'd wake up at six, I'd take four fucking hours in the day. Or if I could, I'd go live at 1pm and take like all of those hours and just either lay in bed, enjoy the morning, do whatever. Yeah. Um, it's so easy, I think, to fall out of that habit of keep it like, like it's so easy to give up whatever, whatever space or time that you have to yourself. Cause you don't realize that it's your, your, your time, especially as a yes. fucking streamer where you need to be there literally, not literally 24 seven, but there's the feeling that you yeah, should be there 24 like seven. Yeah. So I, I just launched uh, a Minecraft sub server literally. Congrats yesterday. by the way, that is so sick. That is so it's, fucking cool. It's I'm really excited about it and it, it turned out really nicely and everybody loves it and I'm so happy about it. But I streamed for longer than I would have normally. I was awake earlier to make sure that everything was like the last minute things were set up beforehand. And Mm -hmm. like I had some sponsor stuff that I had to sort out beforehand as well. And like I just wanted to make sure everything was ready to go. Yeah. And I was also like it was fucking Christmas for me. So I was awake at dawn like a a four year old being like Santa King. (laughs) I'm excited. Um, But we went live. Everything went well. And then I streamed for heckin' forever. Because I was having fun and enjoying myself. And then I got offline and I ate. And I had this thought of like, what if everybody got off and doesn't want to play anymore because I stopped streaming and this server is going to be dead? And I was so nervous about it. So I got back on for a few hours, probably because I wanted to play and my partner was home and he didn't get to play all day. And like, like I wanted to I wanted to play with him as well. But partly because But also (laughs) if I'm yeah, what if I'm not there and nobody wants to be there? But like I would say like more than half of the people that had been on all day were yeah. still on. And the only reason most of them that got off like did was because it they were from the EU and they were asleep, you know, and so you know that like I sigh of relief. Morning. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then when I even when I logged off last night, I was like, all right, I have to go to bed. Hopefully nothing terrible, catastrophic happens while I'm asleep. I woke up this morning and like people were already back on the server this morning. Like Damn. I just checked to see who was on and I was like, oh my God, people are already back on. Like they're That's already so, so cool. excited about this. And it, but it is, it's that feeling of like, if I'm not there, are they going to be there? And you just have to trust that like, that's I don't know I think that's such like that is a big piece of bringing it back to like when you build a community that cares about each other mm-hmm. just as much as they care about you, they're going to want to be in a space together even if you're not there. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is one of the things that I've been really focused on, I would say, especially for the last year or so, is really like focusing people on community-driven things that don't necessarily center around me. Yeah, that's important. You know? Yeah. it's In a way, it's like diversifying, but at the same time, it's it's really putting out some like good into the world, right? You're like kind of I diversifying so. what you do. Yeah. And I... Do you still like, are you going to let that fear kind of control you of the the 24 seven of the server forever? Do you think like, no, no, I'll be all right. Yeah, I'll be all right. I think like for now it's my baby and I am genuinely excited to play. Um, And there are still some like kinks to be worked out. Like yeah. there's still like a few like little things that I just need to to fix up. But um, 
I think it'll kind of settle in. I think other people will also kind of settle into the server as well. Mm -hmm. Like right now it's just like really exciting and everybody wants to be on it. And I do want to drive that as much as possible because I think it's fun. And it's the first thing that I feel like, I feel like we've really focused it on being a very community driven thing. And it's Mm. the first thing that like is kind of constantly available for people that we've done for that. Like people do movie nights and stuff like that. And it's cool. So it's now kind of a service a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so I think like this is one of those things that people can really latch onto and bond over, which I'd I'd really want to encourage um, because it's really fun and it's cute to see. We have like people that are brand new to the game that have decided to join us for this. And then we have people that have been playing it for since they freaking came out yeah and they know everything about the game and like seeing them help each other is just the most wholesome thing it's so cute Somebody last night was like we don't, i don't have any food does anybody have food and no less than four people were like where are you you i have an entire stack of food you can have and i was like, <laughs> Mom, like oh, so happy. Oh, oh, it's so nice <laughs> that also like i feel like that's probably a very reassuring thing as well that you have your community interacting with each other so that probably really helps abate mm-hmm. that fear and kind of like mm-hmm. satiate that anxiety of like Oh, of course, they're not going to go anywhere because we've built like a family. We've built built a community. It's more than just you. And that. Yeah. Like logic brain knows that. Yeah. It's it's constantly trying to have logic brain lead lead all of these things Mm -hmm. and have anxiety break kind of like take the backseat. Yeah. I again, like it's something that you have to manage. Right. Like I and again, going back to the to the ego, I never probably would have really worried about that like i never had i've had worries of like do people like me Mm. but you know it's like if i'm not friends with this person after a couple years and yeah they don't like me anymore whatever but now when it comes to streaming it's like well why don't they like me why yeah why why did i do what do i change about myself (laughs) uh... that used to be so much worse when i yeah i was a smaller streamer than it is now that's for sure and I think that there's a shift. I don't know where it is. It's not a tangible shift. Mm. That's for sure. But there is definitely a shift in your focus of like keeping everybody happy and everybody around versus being yourself and allowing people to, to find come to you. you. Yeah. Yeah. As you are. Yeah. Um, and it's really freeing once you do find find that 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 spot, that sweet spot in streaming to just put yourself out there in the way that you want to be presenting yourself mm-hmm. and just allowing other people to come to you versus like constantly feeling like you have to satiate everybody and like what did i do that you don't come around anymore what did i do like is it the game that i'm playing is yeah it me? Is yeah it, you know is it because i dyed my hair and i'm playing <laughs> with slimes you emo like <laughs> <laughs> it's well it's such a weird thing because we can't like again going back to things that you can't change and how that like will throw your anxiety out of whack if you have it like that's that's a literal recipe for disaster uh is trying to change yourself or those people that have already written you off um especially like a you didn't need to to begin with but b you're now then throwing everybody else out the bus or out the window or you know anything else that they might have liked about you um i found that a lot where like all you know i think something's like really quirky or weird i'm like i won't do that anymore or something and then like Someone's like, oh, that's my favorite thing about you. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah. Like, there's always that like trial time. Okay. Where you're like, I'm going to try this out. Yeah. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. And we'll see how they respond. I get you that know, like, with stream changes. Like, if I used to change an emote, they used to fucking riot. They used to go insane. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and at the time, you know, it was like, it, it bred not resentment, but it bred a little bit of like, Jesus Christ, guys. Like, do you guys ever, what can I do to make you happy? But now I'm like, 
like if you know that now that like one third of them are are still around i'm like well <laughs> i should have i should have taken you for granted or i shouldn't have taken you for granted <laughs> i should have just never changed that emote i swear to god but it's it's yeah. all about like forgiving the the mistakes that i've made and mm-hmm. it's a, that's a weird thing with streaming again bringing it back to the ego like you, you have to get over however many years whatever you've done um yes. I got a tweet like a couple weeks ago where they were like, do you think it's harder to get partnership now or not? And I was like, no, absolutely fucking not. But that doesn't matter. Like, you know, that doesn't that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I used to have to get 500 viewers to get a partnership or that somebody used to have to get a thousand viewers for a partnership. It doesn't matter because it's seven years later. And what matters is now. Right, so exactly. you have to forget everything, which none is of that uh, matters. Yeah, none of it. And I was having a, I was actually having a conversation with Vio yesterday about like growing as a streamer and trying not to change yourself too much. And the the weirdness of like feeling left behind like you know when a new streamer gets like something or or like a friend gets like a new overlay or like they've they've done something ram and i talked about this last time with like the pitch deck um like i have a pitch deck and he doesn't he's like man you have a pitch deck for companies i'm like ram you literally do 95 percent of the things that i want to do all the time like this the pitch deck doesn't you know, it doesn't so make you nothing, right? Yeah, it's it's so weird to get that like that FOMO and and feel like you have to um, constantly innovate. But then I feel like you get caught up in innovation and maybe forget about your stream. You forget about the people. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to maintain that balance. Like, it's really, really hard to walk that fine line constantly. I wish I had some kind of like insight on how best to do it. But I honestly don't Same. I think it's. For me, it's a lot I'm just of like, lamenting okay, getting getting people excited about the same things that I'm excited about. So sometimes like if, if it is something that where I'm like, I'm going to change this thing or we're doing this, like for instance, like the server was something that I was very, very excited about. Mm. And I know that not everybody that watches me is super pumped about me playing Minecraft, but they are pumped that I'm excited to play Minecraft. That's important. That's like, that's been, that's been the unifying thing is like, I'm really excited playing it. And even if this isn't your favorite game, it is hopefully entertaining to watch me play it because I am an idiot with games. And, you know, like, yeah, that part that's hasn't the, changed. Like that part's the constant. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, that's it right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so hopefully I get that. it's still exciting. And I will definitely say that there are people that I don't think would ever have considered playing the game that joined mm-hmm. the server that I was like, you went out and you bought this motherfucking game to play with us like all right <laughs> hashtag influenced hashtag influencer <laughs> oh, i think I'm so I, influential oh man oh <laughs> uh, i i think that's a that's a really important and like a powerful thing like like speaks about i mean we could go into like minecraft is super accessible right that's like adult mm, lego yeah. but also like just just games in general and then bringing it back to like what we do is you have those moments where you you somebody that would have never played the game mm-hmm. now they're playing it because you because you made a community and now they can play with them and yeah. now they can go off and make friends on their own like i say right. that to my chat all the time when i'm like tell your tell your friends i'm live they're like i have no friends i'm like motherfucker there are 80 people there's 150 yeah. people there's 300 people in this chat what the fuck say yeah, hello exactly. to any of them what do you yeah, mean exactly. you have no when, friends when they say that when they say i don't have friends like i think what they mean is i don't have friends outside of this right like in real I life or whatever i feel like we have friends like whenever there's somebody like um that's that's going through a hard time and they say like i don't have anybody to talk to about this and where i'm always like hey raise your hand right now like put a put a wave emote any wave emote in chat if you would be willing to open your dms right now to this Mm. person and there's always like a dozen at least people that are like yeah right now go for it dm me right now and 
you know, and I'm, I just, I realize that that's a hard thing to breach for people because there is, there is a line that you have to cross as a viewer. I think coming into a new channel, that's one of the things that I talk about. I say it constantly in my channel, like, Hey, if you're new here, Mm -hmm. like, feel free to come out and say, hello, feel free to be a part of chat if you want to be. And then I'll usually throw a question out there because I followed up and I say, if you're like me and you think everybody here knows each other and you're nervous to enter that chat space, start it out with this, like answer this question. Well, yeah. no, you're new. We'll welcome you in. And then you have you have an icebreaker. Like right now I'm asking you this question. That is your icebreaker. So if mm-hmm. you're looking for that space and I can't tell you how many times I've seen new people come into chat answering that icebreaker question because yep. they are clearly there like. I want to be friends with these people, but how, like, how do I do it? Because mm-hmm. it's, they just need is, something, anything. And that's, yeah. but that's your job as the the content creator. They're facilitating that community, that corner mm-hmm. to bring them in and just kind of rope them in. And then your yeah, community's exactly. job to make them feel at home, not their right. job, but that's well, how you've made they it. Like, do. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, if, I think, I think my community and your community and a lot of communities that are, are, are worth making friends in definitely mm-hmm. do like that is definitely one of the things that, I try to curate and I think I'm successful at saying like we have we have one of the most welcoming communities on Twitch. And Mm -hmm. part of that is me like prompting people. And, you know, we talk about kind of like training our chats more or less, but it isn't so much like training them as it is like just reminding them like, hey, these people are new. Right. You know, like. It's more it's nice to like go into a community and you say hi and people say hello back. people say hello back yeah not just the streamer but like other people in chat are like hey how are you yeah it's good to see you like that is one of the most wonderful things sometimes it's overwhelming because you're like hi everyone everyone's hi. like hey 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 <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck oh my god it's a cult never mind i know exactly <laughs> no I, I i love it i think there's um there's an even like you can also going back to that like i have no friends and what you had said with um you know, you, they just don't have friends on on or outside of online, yeah, outside right? Of like, Twitch, I think yeah. it's really important to remind people that, like, it, yeah, these are your friends, but also, like, that's this is this is just a another facilitation of a community, man. Like, this is mm-hmm. just like being at school, or it's just like hanging out somewhere. Right. Like, it's the exact same. You bring bring your friends or make new friends here. Just at somebody in the chat. I do the same with the icebreaker thing, where I'm like, describe your day in one word or less. um and people are like bad or you know whatever and i'm like why like what's going on you okay and then that opens them up to chat and Mm kind of creates a therapy thing which can be dangerous but it's uh i mean i hope it's therapeutic for them but it kind of creates that like little relationship for a moment where they're like oh let me tell you about my bad day and i have to be like well you can't do this every day but you know like what's going on like right (laughs) we have a venting channel in discord if you guys want to really you know say some stuff Mm -hmm, uh get something on your chest or off your chest rather I think um, I think you do really well with community, though, like uh, you had said that you, you hope you do well. I mean, obviously you do. You've got the sub server. It's popping. Um, <laughs> it looks. Oh, my God. Yesterday was the like right as I tuned in. Um, I think for like the third time I was coming back and forth was the moment when like somebody's house was being attacked by like villagers or, or whatever <laughs> the, the dudes are. <laughs> and they just straight, they just smacked you in the face and you died like straight off the bat. And I was I was so <laughs> Oh my god, I was laughing so hard because you're like, I'll help you, <laughs> dead. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was there. I was going to avenge them, and uh, that didn't work out. That's just me Minecrafting in a nutshell. General, yeah. Like I'm going, I'm going to do this thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Dies. But yeah, oh. the server's fun, and I think, like I said, community is something that, like, you talk about the why of streaming, right? Mm-hmm. And, um. My why I started streaming because I was playing this MMO 
that nobody knows about called Wakfu. You're welcome to also not know about it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the reason I wanted to stream it was because I thought, well, if I put myself out there playing this game, maybe other people will want to play it or I'll meet people who are already playing it. Right. And I wanted to meet more people that were playing it because the community that I was part of on the actual MMO itself was dying. Mm. The guild that I was in was once really, really like wonderful and a, a full group of people. And we were like one of the largest guilds in the entire thing. Aww. And our guild was like down to 10 people. Jeez. And most of the guilds were just not there anymore. It was a dying MMO. And like yeah. I realized now, you know, like the, the ship had sailed and why a lot of people got out of it when they did. But I really honestly started streaming to make friends, to make friends to play that game with and just to make friends in general and um, like friends in the gaming space. And it has evolved into something so much different. Like I never, I don't know if you set out to stream to make it a job, yes. but I never did. Yeah, 100% I did, which is weird to have that. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I've done everything the opposite uh, when it comes to Twitch, man. <laughs> everything, everyone's like, don't do that. No, I've already done it, guys. It's, uh, <laughs> I get what you mean, though, for... For me, it was uh, it was the the same. Like I said, I started out wanting to respond to everybody, but mm -hmm. I also saw um, the two two first streamers I watched were Ninja and Towley. Um, way way fucking back when Ninja wasn't Fortnite Ninja, he was just Halo Ninja. <laughs> um, and you know, he was Ninja was very funny. Towley was also very funny. Um, it was actually I got it the opposite. Towley responded to chat a lot, but Ninja didn't. And so I was like, well, Towley can respond to chat, and this is right at the time where his his the crux of his streaming career was was beginning where he was trying to move in with his girlfriend and then um he was trying to get a place with with her and trying to make it big and uh i was like holy shit like he did it and i was like holy yeah. shit you can do that holy fuck you know it was the first time in my life i'd ever felt any sense of direction i mean i was only 17 but still like the first time in my fucking life <laughs> so um I set out to make it a career, but I think along the way have found out the amazing, like good that can come from it. Like you said, right. like just creating friends groups and connecting people and putting them together. And, um, do you find like, it's, do you have a weird guilt now when it comes to your community and, and this job now, because they, they now intersect, like it's no longer just making friends because now it's like just making friends, but you've also got to pay the bills. So like, do you find has that intersected yet in a in a poor way or it's it's been that already is the thing. And I do feel guilty anytime I look at like income and think like I just like I flat out I need to make you want more, more. this month than I'm yeah. currently making. Mm -hmm. Um but then the response that I I have from the community anytime I I don't ever like outright say that like yo, I need to make more money. Yeah, no. You need to give me more money. Like yeah, that's, that's not, not ever a thing I've no. ever said in my life. And in fact, I've actually said the opposite of like, if I could just do this for free and do it as much as I currently do, I would. And I, I definitely have taken a lot of the shift of my energy out of relying on my community and trying to focus on finding outside sources yeah, for income. That's huge diversifying content and looking for sponsorships and looking for affiliates and that kind of thing mm -hmm. because I don't want to I don't ever want I want to like take that before it becomes that thing that's really good me, insight or really yeah, good me like constantly thinking about their them as income 
I want to I want to take that out of, off the table as right. much as I possibly can, um, because they already do so much for me without even spending a dime on what what I do. They do they do so much for me on my on my day to day just by coming in and hanging out and mm-hmm. just being a part of my life. Like I I laugh and I smile and I enjoy my life so much more. I'm a more well-rounded person. I've learned so much from each and every one of them. They teach me things constantly. Um, even if it's like silly, trite things that they're teaching me, I'm still learning. You're still learning. Yeah. Always. And mm-hmm. I love that. And I don't ever want to take that piece of it away. But yeah, I do see it. I do notice it every once in a while where I'll say like, I'll look at my income. And I think it's smart to do this. But I think it's also really smart to know like where the line is of treating somebody like a number and treating somebody like a dollar sign versus right. yeah. just being kind of aware of where your dollar signs are. Yeah. I, I guess if that makes sense. I think it's important to advocate for the the um the former of or wait. Is the former treating them like a dollar? No, don't don't treat them like a dollar. <laughs> do the, the important thing is to like treat them like regular people and not put that pressure mm-hmm. on them and and to look for right. outside sources, right? Um, but it does it kind of like it sneaks in sometimes, right? Like when I when I get that moment where I'm like, okay, well, um, I don't have enough subs. It's not like I don't have enough because I deserve more. It's just looking at the red and the black. Um, right. If I had I'm- more, I would be financially stable so then it instead turns into like well what's something that i can do for them that may incentivize them but is still like for them you know like i have to i i deal with i struggle with that guilt a lot where i don't i don't want to lean on them i don't want to ask them because it's i mean i'm already sitting there like you guys are already giving me your fucking time like i'm I'm, Mm -hmm. i sat there i saw my average watch time was like three and a half hours and i was like what the fuck like that's I was here for four hours. That's insane. Doing this? I had a fucking epiphany after after eight years of streaming. I had an epiphany that's an average too. Yeah, so that doesn't even like you think about how many people show up to your stream for 30 seconds and leave dropping yeah. that average down. It's your crazy. Average watch time is still like more than half your stream. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's crazy. There's when was the last time you sat in a stream for that long? That's <laughs> right. Well, that's what that's I had an epiphany where I'm sitting there with Vio and we're smoking a joint and I was like, babe. People watch us for like fucking hours on end, man. And she's like, what do you mean? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but like hours. Like, do you, you know, like, this is, this I, I can't even day. find four hours in my day. Like, fuck. Do you, do you ever think about the people who are either in your chat before you go live because they know you're about to go live oh or are goodness. there the second they get the notification? I used to I think about those people constantly. I love and them. How grateful I am for them constantly. Like those are the, those are the true MVPs. And I realize not everybody can be that person because sometimes right. the time that you go live just doesn't coordinate well, but people make time in their day to be there. That is my motivation on days that I'm feeling like kind of eh about streaming. Yeah. That is the thing that makes me go live. Not even a joke. There have been so many times that people say I'm having a really bad day and I can't wait for Frank to start streaming. Yeah, yeah, and I've, like, I've I've done the same too because it, it kicks I, in. And you're like, that's rejuvenating. Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah, right? I'm in. I'm in. Not today, I'm depression. I've got shit yeah, to exactly. do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I woke up kind of feeling like not super motivated, not super excited, not mm-hmm. kind of feeling the vibe of stream. And you see that in chat, and you're like, you know, I have it in me. I have it in me to. Yeah, you're like, I, I can have do it. In me to at least like. Yeah. go live today and yeah and play a game 
And that's that's cases where showing up is a good thing. It's a, you know, just on days like that, sometimes all you need to do is just show up because like, I'm really honest with my community when I have those days, I'm like, guys, I'm fucked. Like, I'm so Mm -hmm. exhausted. But how are you all? Let's have a chat. Like, I'll still be here for like an hour or two. I just wanted to, you know, be here. Like that, like, I'm going to be here for an hour or two is something that I've definitely learned. I used to be like, this is my schedule. And I've never had an end time ever. Um, I've always had like a start time, but never an end time Mm -hmm. ever since I very first started streaming. Cause if it was when I first started, I was working full time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, my end time was like, when I got too tired to stream anymore, I would go to bed. Um, which sometimes was midnight, sometimes was I was the same. Yeah, I do like fucking 20 hour streams like this is fun. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. How how Um, I did not know. But I've always (laughs) kind of had since since making it more of like my full time job, like the kind of transitioning into this, I would say like I've always kind of had this mental thing of like Mm -hmm. five, six hours. Yeah. And usually the six hour mark is where I'm what I'm aiming for. And I used to beat myself up if I didn't hit six oh, hours. Oh man, same. I would get so I'd be like, no, you have to do it. You just have yeah. to. It's only four and a half hours, but you got you got to muscle through this yeah. next hour and a half. You just got to do it. And now I get to a point where I'm like, four and a half hours in, if I'm feeling not great, I call it. I yeah. did it the other day, um, and I honestly like it was kind of a wake up call. Was um, a really intuitive, wonderful member of my community was like. I'm sensing kind of a weird energy from you today. And that's, that's their language. Um, But I love it so much because it was so true. It was so true. I was, it was Thursday and I had Friday off from stream, but I knew how much I still had to do on the sub server. So, which was launching Saturday. And I was like kind of half over here thinking about all of that. And um, they said that. And I, all I could think was, I'm not giving you, I'm not giving you what you deserve right now. And I certainly, the project that I was working on on stream, I say project, um, (laughs) I was building something in the Sims and building takes a lot more creative energy than a lot of the other gameplay that I do. Yeah. Um, Just, yeah. You can imagine. I can't even build a fucking shed in those things. (laughs) I mean, like the the UI and UX for the game is hard to deal with in general. And then you've got to actually be creative on top of that. Damn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of learning curve. And it's something that this is, this is me saying like, these are silly things that I want to improve on, but I started building because I was bad at it. Mm. And I was like, if I'm going to play the Sims as often as I do, I'm going to be a good builder. Damn it. So I started building and I fell in love with it. But it is a lot of creative energy for me because yeah. sometimes things don't do what you want them to do because the UI is not always nice. And sometimes it just doesn't look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was not able to focus the way I wanted to. And so I just called it was four hours of stream, but I was like, my energy is better focused elsewhere. I'm going to call it here. I'm going to take a break. And then I'm going to go and get the work done that I am thinking about. Yeah. Because that is better for all of us in the long run. That's huge. I find often when I have those, because I, I run Table Story now, this podcast, and um, and try and do the, the the streaming all the time, too. And now I'm trying to keep up with YouTube. Um, how, how dare you be just a <laughs> well-rounded content? How dare you? It, it doesn't work all of the time. No, I, um, I understand. <laughs> but I have those epiphanies. I, <laughs> I have these epiphanies all the time, too, where like I, I hit a I hit a you know bad note in the stream and I'm like, you know, guys, like that's that's good. Like that's this has been a yep. fun fucking time for me. I'm, I'm glad I could be here for you guys, regardless of how long it's been. 
Um, and sometimes I've gone live for 45 minutes. I, I hate it, but I'm like, you know, guys, I really, I just, I don't have anything to talk about today. You know, like I didn't do anything exciting today, yesterday. I don't feel exciting. I, nah. and they're like, Jane, we love you no matter what. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But like, that makes me feel even guiltier. You don't get it. <laughs> like you yes. don't even, you don't even understand. You can't begin to fathom the anxiety. Like you don't even know what you're missing out on. Like, fuck. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I find a lot of the times I, I have to be so honest with them and, and being honest with them about that makes it so much easier. Mm-hmm. I think it, it tears down plenty of stigmas, but also is just good for creating an open and honest relationship, yes. like, Absolutely. which is really important. Um, Absolutely. I've definitely... I've gone live and said, like, this was a mistake and I'm sorry. Mm. You know, like, I shouldn't be here right yeah. now and I'm really sorry. Yeah. Like, you don't deserve this. Um, and they're like, what the fuck is going on? You're just like, you have no idea. I'm 99% anxiety today, guys. Like, yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> it. Like, I should have, I should have called stream today and I didn't and I'm mm-hmm. here. And now <laughs> I, I distinctly remember one day that I went live and it, within like the first 10 minutes, somebody just like very sincerely asked how I was doing. Like, not like, you know how there's like the, hey, how's it going? Kind of, how's it, how are you? But Mm -hmm. then there's, there was like one person who very sincerely was like, hey, Frank, how are you doing today? And I just was like, not good. Not good. This is not bad. Really bad. I gotta go. (laughs) And like a full breakdown on stream, which like, I'm a crier anyway. So like, I cry. I cry because I see a puppy. I get excited about. I've cried over ponies in games <laughs> multiple times. Um, but yeah, I definitely that was that that one comes to mind because it was just one of those moments where I I remember thinking before stream, you just have to do this because you should be doing this, and there's right. no real reason you aren't doing this other than you are anxious today and you're anxious over something that isn't going to be solved by you not streaming. Yeah, yeah, you know. But then um, because what <laughs> I said, but then, <laughs> yeah, but then you go live. And yeah, it was just it was not it wasn't good. And, you know, I was live for like an hour and people were really nice. And I think the the other the other thing about it is we got to talk about it. We got to talk about why I was feeling that way. Um, and it was right before this was not that long ago. This was maybe like a month ago that this happened mm. because it was right before I was going full time and I had just announced it and announcing it made it real. I had known I have known that I was going full time for, oh God, like three months now, four months now. And you've just been planning and. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I knew the family that I nannied for, which is what I was doing outside of this, Mm -hmm. um, told me at the beginning of summer that once fall hit, the little, little girl that I nanny would be going to school. And so I just wouldn't be needed anymore. Yeah. I've been with them for three and a half years. Oh, yeah, th- that was like, oh, yeah, I understand. But yeah. also, I'm going to miss her. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, But so I knew I knew that once like the fall semester hit, I was out. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I it was nice because I did get to like mentally prepare and I did get to think like, do I try to find more nanny work or do I just call this and see what full time feels like? And mm-hmm. I started like really financially looking at my what I was doing. And I was kind of like, I haven't touched any of this income that I get from them for months. So why wouldn't I just take it away and just, you know, focus my energy and have another day off, which was really nice. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Self-care. Right. Exactly. Like I, I was working six days a week between stream and nannying. Um, and the Monday off was new as of January. Nice. So before that it was seven days a week. Um, 
but yeah, it's really nice to have actual actually two days off. It's it's been even just like the last couple of weeks, I've been like, oh my god, this is the best feeling. Yeah, it's I, really important. It is really important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once I once I told everybody, it became so real to me that I was going full time, and that's really when the anxiety was probably at its worst of me being like, what if this doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. What if everything fails? What if people stop showing up? And it was also kind of fueled by this like me worrying about numbers and me worrying about like all of that kind of starts to compound and if you know you know um but when you start thinking about numbers it seems like they get worse yeah yeah no matter what you do because you start to notice them i think it's it's a very subtle thing that um this is why i'd asked i think about the uh the relationship between like you know have you had that intersect where you have to not look at your community as dollar signs, but you have to treat what you're doing as a dollar sign. And mm-hmm. you, you have to like look at it a little black and white sometimes. And those, right. with all that stress that compounds on you from thinking about that and doing that and focusing on that, I think it then exudes from you in, in a personality way. Like, yes, w- whether subconsciously or, or purposefully, if you're, if you're really pushing it that hard, um, like I said to Vio the other day, I think we are the best expression of what we do. Like we are an expression of how our, our happiness and everything is directly related to everything that we do. And on stream, that is where we need to channel it all. So you need to have a life, you need to go out, you need to get exercise and live a life and how, you know, not work seven fucking days a week and have two days off because Mm -hmm. it gives you life experience, which then puts you not on a not on a pedestal above people but it then makes you fucking interesting and makes people want right. to tune back in and yeah, like you have actual stories to tell yeah how many times have you talked to vio about I, you spend a lot of time with her yeah? yeah 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 so this is my partner and i like we spend our free time the bulk of it well we used to it used to be really bad but we used to spend all of our free time together mm-hmm. and then constantly what we were talking about was like nothing like there's like nothing it's literally nothing. so unless we were out and doing something together which was some of the time right you go out and you have experiences together and that's something but like when you ask how your day was you're just like oh you know streamed not like nothing there was nothing there and it wasn't until we started having experiences outside of our relationship separately from each other that it started to really like and this was i mean this has been years ago like Yeah, yeah you know this has been something that's been going on for a long time but like that was when I noticed like, you know, the relationship had kind of gone stale. We've been together for eight years. Yeah, congrats. I saw that the other day. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So there was enough time for the relationship to go stale, us to figure out what was going on and then Mm -hmm. kind of refuel it as well. And it's been nothing but healthy for the last many years. But um, I think in that in those moments, you kind of look at it and you say, like, what what is causing this? And it's all of it. Like all of it was me and us spending time together, which is. It, I say this like it's a bad thing. It's no, I get I get where you're coming time from, with your right? Partner, but yeah. it's good to have experiences that are separate and independent because it fuels your own independent thought and it, mm-hmm. it fuels your own like not every interest is going to be the same as your partner's and that's okay. 100%. It's okay to share those interests together also and like dabble in your partner's interests, but like it's also okay to just be like, no, you know what? That just is not his yeah. thing. And it's okay to cool. not. It's okay to not like yeah. the same foods. Like it doesn't all have to conform. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That, I think that's the, the beauty of a relationship. Yeah. But it's also, that's probably helped you so fucking much with your, like, with your career here where 
going I, back to what I, brought this up, right? Like yeah, you can so. notice that healthy distance and you can notice maybe in yourself if you're being stale as a, either a commenter or an entertainer right. and you can be like, oh, well, now I know what can fix it because you've had somewhat experience in a, in a different right. way. I think the, the reason I bring it up is because if it happens in your relationship, right, if it happens with the person that you love spending all of your time with, that you get to a point where you have nothing to talk about yep. because you've experienced it together. And so then you're like, Hey, remember that time last week when we did that thing? And they're like, yep. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, when we, we saw that, together, yeah, I was, I was there. just there. Um, yeah. I was there for that. So, yeah. So it, it, like the, the solution to that is to have experiences outside of that relationship. Right. And it's not different when you talk to your chat, like, Hey, remember chat last week when that thing happened? And yeah, there's some joy in that. Like if it's a funny story, bringing it up is fun. Mm -hmm. People, have the fun of recalling it and you know then it becomes this channel meme and whatever it perpetuates but if you're constantly only talking about things that are related to streaming and related to stream and what is happening right there with that community yeah because that's all you're doing like eh, you know they're that's not all they're doing no. so go do something else <laughs> yeah you know? no i I'm, I'm a huge advocate of just getting a we have a bad habit, I think, as streamers of monetizing all of our hobbies. Um, yes. Boy, <laughs> so that was a big thing that I talked about on the Streamers for yeah? podcast was get a hobby, don't monetize it. Oh, because I've done it. Yeah, I I did it. In fact, um, I got partnered off of creative streaming, which is largely my hobby is to just like do things with my hands and create things with my hands, doodle and like small crafts and things like that. Mm -hmm. So when I started doing creative on stream, it was weirdly successful for me at a time that creative was not having success. So I'm grateful for mm -hmm. that. But it actually what it taught me was what I was really good at, which is not the craft like I was I'm good at perlers, like I'm, I'm not going to be so humble as to say that like, I'm not like terrible at it. But I'm also pretty aware that there are people that are much better than me as well. So right, but you learned it. how good you are at communicating and fostering people around that you or like a community. Because yeah. there was no gameplay commentary, which is something that I've now had to mm. learn from the shift over to gameplay. That's one of the things that I've like, I watch so many Let's Players on YouTube just to be like, okay, teach me, teach me how to do this. Yeah. I don't know how to do this because I never, I never was successful at it before I found creative. And that's where creative is where I grew. Because I learned that the thing that I'm really good at is conversation and mm -hmm. meeting people and talking about them and talking about their lives and getting to know people and fostering a community. And so I also learned that the types of games that I play that hinder that mm -hmm. are not good for me because I'm it's not good. that good at gameplay commentary. Yeah. I'm only mediocre at it. I get you. I get you. I have to avoid open world games for like, I, I have a mental note to never fucking touch open world games because all I do is get lost in them. And mm. on paper, that sounds so good, but I literally will spend 40 hours in one zone. I don't fucking care. Like, yeah, so I, I, I get that. It, and it I, just, uh, yeah, I, I combat that by having a literal plan because um, <laughs> Minecraft is obviously an open world game. So I have yeah. a document that people can go to of like what my goal is for the day. Mm -hmm. And it's a loose goal. Like, that's what I hope to accomplish today. Like, we're going to work on this building maybe today. Mm -hmm. And it's good for me because it does give me a bit of a focus, which I think you need in any sandbox game or any open world game. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, what is your focus for today? But it's also nice because other people kind of know what to expect from that day. 
And it never ends up being exactly that. But... No, but they have something to roll on and they have mm -hmm. an expectation then to and set. I have yeah. some, somewhere to start or mm -hmm. go back to if I find myself a little like wandering. Because a lot of what I do is simulation and open world. And mm -hmm. obviously none of that is guided. Like it's all like it's funny that you're like, I can't do this. And I'm like, that's all I do. <laughs> well, I, I love it. I mean, I love it. But speaking specifically to things that like, I think, destroy the channel and kill conversation, which yeah. is what I also have found I'm good at is those open world games. Like I played, um, especially with RPGs too, like Divinity mm -hmm. Original Sin 2. I would have mm -hmm. killed my fucking channel for it. I would have. I would have done it. I, I didn't care. I would have streamed that thing for fucking ever. I streamed The Witcher 3 for three months. And like a, a month of it, I had my mic in mono instead of stereo and it was fucked and nobody told me for like a month, but I didn't care. I was playing the fucking Witcher. Like <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. I just don't think about anything other than the game. Um, yeah. And I don't talk to people. It, it's really, really hard to keep that. Again, what you said, what, what you're good at. So it's really, yeah. I mean, it's good that you've, you've uh, been able to, I guess learn that lesson. Maybe not as uh, as stupidly as I did. Um, no, it was stupid. <laughs> oh it was yeah, really stupid. I made the transition from creative to gaming, and I knew, I knew when I got partnered or like when I was like pushing for partner. Like yeah. you get to a point where you realize partnership is close, mm -hmm. and then you do the thing that you know is working to get partnered. Everybody does this. Yeah. You're lying to yourself if you think you're not doing it. We used to say Dark Souls was the game that would get you partnered. It <laughs> used to be. It fucking was. If you play Dark Souls, you get partnership. That was it. Like <laughs> sorry. That's really funny. Um, but yeah, when I was when I was like kind of pushing for partnership, all I did was creative because I knew that the days I started looking early, like months before I ever got partnered, and I would see because at that time I was kind of balancing both creative and gaming. And I would see like creative gets X number of viewers and X number of followers. And gaming for me was lower. And I was like, huh, all right, well, we'll push for more creative. I enjoy it. I like doing creative things. So let's do it. Let's, yeah, let's push for that. And it became to the point where like all I did was creative content. And it was like, especially when I was really close to partnership, I wouldn't game on stream mm. because I was like, it'll mess with you knew it would hurt your... and it'll like, yeah, it'll yeah. hinder the growth and all this stuff. Um, if you're listening to this as a creative streamer, like I am a weird anomaly good luck i love you you're doing great but do it for you don't do it for the viewers because i burned out real quick on mm. creative um i think just in general of of trying to do anything with your hobby like that like keep your hobby as yeah. your fucking hobby if you really keep enjoy it then do it because you love it not yeah. because you're doing it for stream just do it um anyway when i got partnered i was like i'm gonna game we're gonna introduce gaming and i'm gonna do both yeah, um, it's really, really hard to have an audience for both creative and they're just I don't doubt it. Audiences. Yeah, entirely they different people, too. Right. Yeah, like, they don't like the same things. Mm -hmm. I had not a lot of crossover, it turns out, between those two. Um, and I also went about gaming in a really terrible way. <laughs> um, I went from creative, which allowed me to sit and chat and do literally nothing but talk to you the entire time while just kind of like doing something with my hands that mm -hmm. was visually stimulating enough that you could look back over every once in a while and know what was going on. Right. But literally all I was doing was talking. Yep. And then I streamed life is strange. And if you're not familiar with, or you're listening strange, a lot, <laughs> it's a movie you're watching a yep. movie and picking some decisions. I talked so little and it was the worst decision I could have made for my channel, but I didn't know at the time I was mm -hmm. just thinking like, 
well, we talk about mental health all the time. We talk about heavy subjects all the time. Why wouldn't this be a great game? A lot of prominent members of my community really like this game. Mm -hmm. So probably this will be fine. It was terrible. Damn. Awful. Like that one. And I played some other really story driven game. And I like where I had to just I can't even remember now, but um, where I basically just had to be. Oh, Mass Effect. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Which I love. I love Mass Effect. And I'm not sad that I played either of those games. I really enjoyed them. But they were really bad for the Yeah, there's a lot of moments with like the cutscenes and and. Mm-hmm. I used to get guilty like I would t- I would take out my camera so that they could see the game better. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have a whole format with that. Right. I'd take out the camera and then we'd always show the credits. And, and you know, yep. I made it like a kind of like a movie, like watching through the playthrough yeah. is like a movie. But there's always those moments where you're like, I don't want to talk over the but oh, fuck. OK, well, that guy's talking. And then like if you do, someone's like, oh, this put on subtitles. We can't hear them. And you're like, yeah. oh, God. guys, I can't do that. I just started the game. We have to wait 10 minutes here to, for me to get to the menu. So I'll just fucking OK, I'll just shut up for 10 fucking minutes. Then fine. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I get guilty about that a lot. I had to find I think there's like everyone's got their own style of commentary. Right. Yes. And you have to you have to find your own. Um, do you. Do you find like, are you, are you okay with your creative side again now, now that you've taken it back or, or do you yeah. still? Um, it took me a long time to do things with Perlers, mm. um, a long time, but for a long time, um, I was actually, people would come in and say like, why don't you do creative on stream anymore? I got that like for, for a while, uh, like a year. Yeah, uh, I know <laughs> those feels. A long time. It was a long time. There are still streamers out there that are like, you probably know Frank from doing Perlers, and I'm like, no, they don't. Uh, no. Well, you've built like a really good gaming too. audience. Just to throw that in there, I mean, I'm really glad that your gaming audience has been doing really well. Oh, thanks. Sorry it's, to it's, sorry to interrupt again. No, but. you're fine. <laughs> it's been it's been a long journey to get to 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 transition. I think from one to the other. But what I did learn is. Um, I learned to do it for me. And I, for a while, when people would come in and say, why don't you do this on stream anymore? I would say I have an outlet for that because I did. Um, I was working with a company called Zot that provided content for kids in hospitals. So I was doing private streams for them. Yeah, I have Um, a couple of friends that did that too. That's really mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, the company doesn't, uh, it's not doing that anymore, um, which is a really sad thing. But um, it was really nice to do that because I did get to create Um, And I did get to do it for an audience and we got to share this thing together and create this thing together. And it's 10,000% the best thing that I've ever done with my streaming career is to make a child on the internet, make their day better. Yeah, that's powerful. Their day was so shitty. Yeah, that's really powerful. Um, And that that's the thing that I try to channel as much as I possibly can back into my like Twitch channel is Mm -hmm. just because they're sick kids doesn't mean the people that are watching me don't also need it in that same way. Right. So when you focus on doing streaming for that reason, I think it is, it remains really powerful, but yeah, it sticks in your subconscious and it's going to control the actions that you put out there. If you're just trying to yeah. do good, you're going to do good. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're going to make but, people um, feel good. But yeah, after <laughs> honestly, the longest bout that I had of not doing creative con or like doing creative things um, outside of content creation at all, was after that company went under Mm. because it was just painful for me. We were in the middle of a really big project. Um, I don't know if I have it. I can show you. I know nobody else can see it, but I'm going to show you. (laughs) We were, we were in the middle of this guy. Oh, that's huge. Thanos. That's a Thanos parlor. That's uh, so cool. 
Yeah, he's pretty neat, but I couldn't finish him. He looks for finished. Time. <laughs> he looks finished sick. Now. Oh, okay. I was going to say now. he looks I finished now. Finish what the all. fuck are you going to add to that thing? He looks <laughs> awesome. Like I couldn't finish him for the longest time. He was not done. And uh, I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I couldn't mm. look at him. Um, and because I couldn't finish him, I couldn't really do anything. I was like not capable at the time. Um, so I just didn't do perlers for like months. Damn. And once I finished him, it would like kind of, was like therapeutic for me to be done with the project and like, yeah you like took it back right like yeah, yeah made yeah. it your own again yeah exactly that's um, really good and ever since then it's been fine and i've been able to do it and i don't have any kind of like resentment at all about it but i definitely feel like i learned that is a thing that is for me it is not for commission work it's mm. not for selling it's not for anything it's for me the whole reason i started doing perlers was um it was a way to manage my anxiety. <laughs> uh, I feel like this entire conversation has like surrounded this, but it's a big part of my life. So I have to manage it. Um, oh, I feel you. You know, I started doing it because it was something that I could do on a day that I wasn't feeling very good. That still made me feel productive, even though it's not like. I mean, yeah, I can, I can see that's very like, like. Uh, it's I, monotonous yeah and it's you're doing really monotonous yeah physically and it's it's <laughs> mm -hmm. the it's a very maybe fulfilling thing because at the end of it you all these you small something. little pieces you've got yeah, something you large something yeah. yeah exactly um so it was something that i like my brain could focus on without it being like too invasive yeah um but i also at the end felt like i didn't waste this entire day doing nothing i made a thing today you know even if that thing is just a magnet that I'm going to put on my fridge. I still made a thing today. It's still really important for managing anxiety. I find I, I get lost in anxiety a lot with the, the that paralysis you mentioned earlier, the feeling of not being able to do anything. And that's usually the, the step that gets me like right over it. It's just like, just do something. Just, just like one thing. Just something. do something. Yeah. yeah. And that's do something that's going to make you feel like you did anything because sometimes, <sighs> sometimes you do something and you're like, that didn't feel like I did anything. Yeah. It, it is, it is finding the thing that makes you feel like you, you accomplished something with your day. Mm -hmm. and that can just be one thing but it really it does break the habit well, that so. brings it all the way back to fucking no more zero days like that's that's <laughs> the that's the tenant of it you know is stop mm -hmm. having stop having a zero day and a zero day is where you don't do anything for yourself so just yeah. do fucking anything and the amount of times i would sit there and be like oh, dishes but then i would be like no zeros like do the fucking dishes and it's just enough to get me over that five minute hump of like not yep. doing that thing and the anxiety's cleared and what if i don't if i don't do it then the dishes will pile up and then i'll come out in the morning the next day and i'll see it and i'll get yes, anxious because yes, holy yes, fuck yes. my space is dirty and yeah i, I found this yesterday i should have done this yesterday. and then you're guilty and then that plays in, and then you're like shit well i gotta fit that in today so um yeah just fuck i, I feel like that's just anxiety yeah fuck anxiety <laughs> that's, that's, yeah <laughs> it's a it's such a weird thing to to live with right and that's all you can do is you can just manage it live with it not monetize your hobbies keep things for your own <laughs> That's so, so huge, true. man it's a huge thing a lot of people i feel like it's the easiest fucking thing to do as a streamer but it is the best thing for a human i think to, mm -hmm. for you as a human being is to keep that space keep that time and like really root out those times in your day for yourself and like not give up those things that are really important like uh, i'm glad like i'm really glad you're able to take back that creative side and like put it into bullet journaling too and still mm -hmm. do creative things on the side because like if that's your thing then you'd be starving yourself of it right just for the sake of it because it wasn't successful and you're like it's like well you can still yeah. do it off stream yeah. oh fuck yeah i guess like 
can. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just finding the time and yeah. it's dedicating the time to it too. Like that's it's not just, yeah. it's not, it's not just like do this thing and don't monetize it, but also make the time to do it because I think that was another piece of it for the longest time. I didn't, I didn't make the time to do those things for myself and to, you know, to go outside and go for a walk and to make myself breakfast properly or, mm-hmm. you know, like silly, silly things that you're, you don't think are important. They don't feel important until you're not doing them. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to doing them and you remember like, this is, it's just a little bit of time for you. You know, it's a little bit of time to say, Hey, thanks. Thanks for existing today. And thanks for, thanks for the space that I've created for myself. Like, yeah. you know, to thank yourself in that way. Third, I think there was like a great thing that Stephen uh, Colbert said just to bring it up here before we start to wrap up. But like he, he said, um, him and, uh, Anderson Cooper were discussing like grief a while ago. And, uh, I don't know if you saw that video is like fucking powerful. Um, he had said something about, nope, the fuck the thought. Oh no, the thought. Oh, oh, about being grateful for your life. And he was like, mm-hmm. if you, you, in order to be grateful for your life, you have to be grateful for all of it. And right. and to be able to to I mean even accept the bad things that had happened. I mean in this case he was talking about a really traumatic event that I mean I can't fucking relate to, and it's crazy that he's forgiven all of that. And but uh the like I I start to look at my day a little bit like that now too, where you know I take that bad moment and I'm like okay well you know it's 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 going to be gone in thirty minutes. Just go outside, right. take a walk. It's usually what solves it, right? Is that that terrible feeling, whatever it may be, whether it's anxiety or depression or just a blah day yeah. usually just any time with myself is it's like a exactly. fucking it's like a miracle drug right uh, that and working out and just doing anything for yourself i think is like just the key to a little bit more happiness and i mean that that can include again not taking your hobby and monetizing it or keeping something for yourself or reading more whatever it may be constant yeah just constantly it's not just putting yourself first but it is being mindful of how much of yourself you give away, I think. Yeah. Mindfulness. <laughs> Full circle yet again. <laughs> Frank, thank you so much, Thursday. Thank you for, for being on the podcast today. Um, we've gone. It's, it's like this is like two and a half hours. I think we're at two and a half hours. Um, I just full screened the cameras here and I was, I've just been chatting. So I didn't even I didn't even know about the time. But thank you so much for your time. I mean, we talked a lot about people giving up their time. I appreciate you sitting down with me, especially off of stream. Um, I was so excited to do this. No joke. I'm glad. I'm glad. This is this is a really great start to my day. So thank you. Thank you. And I didn't talk about wow. I had a moment. I had a moment. But I saw your tweet a couple days ago of like I don't fucking understand Warcraft, and I that was like the big thing in my notes. Like then don't talk about it jay <laughs> I'm, I'm excited that everybody's excited but i have no i i've never played it so i just don't know, yeah, I, don't know. I get it i get it um do you have anything big coming up that you want to shout out real quick before we jump off or um you know come come say hi to me at twitchcon i'll be all over the place i'll be doing a few <laughs> different things i don't know if i can talk about any of it yet yeah. because i don't know those things but you know that's like the teaser i get it, yeah teaser announcement for all of the announcements um, but i'll be there so come say hi at twitchcon otherwise just come over to my twitch channel or hang out on youtube or do whatever you want to do or don't do any of that because you get to make the decisions and, or don't yeah, streaming with so. frank like yoga <laughs> with adrian <laughs> 
<laughs> thank you so much. Uh, and thank you everyone again for listening to uh, Coffee Time Episode 2. Uh, make sure to go check out Frank the Pegasus. Thank you.